If you've ever woken up the next day and wish you added to a short position, go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button, folks. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Live Trading. I'm your host, Ryan Faluna. I'm back with 13. We're going to have a great day today. Let's get rolling. New intro. Welcome to Benzinga Live Trading. Let's see if this actually kind of comes back. Way out of control. Got way too high. All right. Hey, I will take that. I will absolutely take that. All right, live trading is back. I know 13 likes that. You made an appearance in the new intro, 13. <laughs> How about them apples? How about that? I'm uh, I'm in there. Oh, look at the crow saying MGIH running. I didn't see that uh, pop up in the, the, the scanners. So uh, that's a welcome addition to everything that we've got going on here. Let me see. All, all it took was just a little bit more and for us to go live because you know we bring the action here all right let's just dive right in first of all it's great to see a whole bunch of returning faces love that you guys love the new intro i will say our producers in the back you might not see them a lot but they are busy at work every single day would not be able to do my job without my teammates Alyssa and aaron thomas you folks are the wind beneath our wings. But nonetheless, let's go ahead and take a look at the market here. Uh, we're going to take a look at SPY. Now, the big news here is we did have that CPI print here this morning. Uh, 13, we talked about this yesterday quite a bit. We noticed the low volume. Kudos to you for spotting that so early on. CPI print here month over month for January, plus 3% versus a plus 2% estimate. Core CPI month over month for January, 0.4% versus the 0.3 estimate. The prior reading was 0.3. And CPI year over year for January 3.1 versus 2.9. The estimate was 3.4. So a little bit hotter than all those on the estimate, except for the year over year. Shelter made up two thirds of that. Uh, that makes sense. We need some place to live, right? So um, judging by the market or, or after we've got that print, we're taking a look here at the SPY. Here is your daily candle. We did pull back. So if I take a look intraday here, you can see this is right where we got our CPI print. We are drifting lower here. Now, 13, if I recall correctly, you had a gap here, right? You actually had a number uh, that, that we filled mm -hmm. here on one of your charts. Yeah, there was just it was just a small gap uh, that we made uh, on our way up to uh, that topping out candle that we had yesterday. Uh, the gap is from uh, four ninety four and thirty two cents to four ninety five and thirty six cents. We've already filled that to the downside. Okay, uh, and we're actually through it now. So the next question for me here is going to be: Does the pullback continue? And um, as you mentioned, we already filled that gap. So let's see what's on deck next here. Um, we've seen the dip get bought, right? And that's going to be one of the big questions that I have here: Does the dip continue to get bought today, or do we actually uh, start trading trading lower? I did catch the end of pre market prep there, and I saw that Dennis Dick was saying, you know, the bears are going to be out on Twitter doing victory laps saying we told you so this and that i completely agree with him this is not the end of the world um 13 you were saying that if we just fill this gap and bounce that actually clears the way for new highs as one of the possibilities is that correct well i was only saying that because if you look at uh, a spy chart you can see how we've had a previous candle like uh the one that we just got or getting to today uh, mm -hmm. that that's at the bottom of this trend line um and then we had a ma almost a matching one the, the following day. And then the day after that, we had another huge candle and we uh, ended up getting uh, new highs. So all I was trying to uh, allude to is that it's not out of the realm of possibility. What I'd like to actually see is a close 
and maybe followed by some more closes beneath 494. That would uh, take us out of this rising wedge that we've been uh, uh, forming for since December, middle of December. And uh, that would uh, lead me to believe that more downside is ahead if we can get out of this wedge and start uh, making our way down to 485. Okay, and that is actually a perfect response here. Michael from the chat asking, good morning, Michael, first of all, do you think SPY has a chance of hitting 490 in the next couple of days? Uh, my answer to this would be we would need some carry through. And what 13 was just telling you about is exactly that, right? Maybe we do get a close beneath this 494.32 level that he outlines. Maybe we do get some more downside. If that's the case, 490, definitely not out of the question. We're currently at 493.95. So we're just under four points to that 490 target, Michael. Um, today, we'll tell uh, if that's one of the things that we're going to do. So we did have some earnings this morning. We had Coke. Uh, we had Marriott. A, a lot of those are down. The Marriott. Uh, Marriott one lowered guidance that definitely seems like the consumer is tightening. There's perhaps less travel in there. And then the good news here, as I mentioned yesterday, I had a starter on SQQQ might be able to take gains on that today. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what ends up shaking out here. Um, so here you go. Jay Rice. Good morning, Jay. Good to see you again. Dips have been bought since October. The seasonality favors the bears. Um, so this is this is definitely on here. We'll see uh, where this ends up going here uh, today. Now, I know that there's going to be a lot of small stocks that we're going to take a look at. So let's go ahead and take care of those movers. We do have 20 minutes till we open here. I want to make sure I get to everything. Uh, I see that you guys are already throwing out a ton of tickers. You'll love to see it. Thank you, folks. Let's go ahead and take a look at movers and then we'll go through some of the different stocks that are moving. Um, I know there are some from yesterday that are moving again here today. So let's go ahead and cover them. Um, first one here is going to be OMH. Uh, this is Oh My Home. Uh, this is up 280% here. So this was $1 yesterday or even, yeah, $1.35 yesterday. Uh, we do have some news here. Uh, Oh, my home announced this is going to be tough for me to say all day. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Oh, my home announces growth update following a successful acquisition of a property management business. Simply Sackle. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Probably not. Um, units under management reached 6,746 units with an annual recurring revenue of 2.7 million. So you're getting a news there about uh, revenue stream and how many units they have. This is popping huge today. We'll see if this is actually a trade. This actually popped as high as 737. Now it's come back here. We're just above 450. So keep in, keep in mind the range that we already have set here. But this one moving volume looks real good. We'll see where this goes uh, throughout the, the course of the day here. Um, one of the other ones that you folks are mentioning and, and a uh, repeat here from yesterday, we'll just go ahead and get this out of the way. This is Beamer, right? BMR. Funny story real quick that I want to share with you. Uh, I didn't get permission, uh, so I won't use the name. Uh, but someone from the community said uh, last night, that uh, they bought a Beamer for their kid and then they hit B Beamer uh, in the stock market. So uh, really, really awesome to see to see that happen. This was an act action. Uh, absolutely huge move yesterday. Uh, we're seeing some more here this morning. So you've actually seen two legs up. The first one stopped here about 1567. The second one stopped here at 1971. Um, it's coming back in. We're actually above the VWAP still. So we'll see if BMR ends up giving us more trading action here today. Um, one of the big lessons from yesterday is that on some of these positions, even on some of these really crazy ones, perhaps even more importantly on the crazy ones, going to leave a little bit uh, instead of just selling everything. Because if we get a big run like we did yesterday in BMR, I don't want to sit there saying, oh man, I just scalped this for 30 cents when I could have had four, five, six points on it. 
So what we're going to do is we're going to adjust the strategy a little bit there. If we do scalp, we're going to sell a bulk of it and leave a trail around in case we get one of these big runners here. The other thing about some of these big runners in 13, I know we've been talking about this as a group quite a bit recently, is that the more that you start to see these multiple hundred or multiple thousand percent runners, that could signal that maybe the market is kind of topping out. And that's something else here uh, that we're going to watch. Kudos to you, um, because one of the things that you've been saying on a lot of these kind of smaller names here, these are simply just trading vehicles. Let's not forget that and think that we're going to have some big multi-day move. Yeah, you don't want to leave your uh, table when you're at the casino with all your chips on it. So why would you stay in uh, the market? Why would you keep your money in the market in one of these? Yeah. Take it out and go home. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next on the list here, I'm just going to roll through a couple of these. Uh, I know the chat is going crazy here with some more stuff. We will take a look at that. Uh, DBGI, right? This is Digital Brands Group. Uh, this also popping here on really good volume. This actually moved. This was about two bucks yesterday. This printed above tens here today. We've kind of come back into the VWAP, which has us in the mid sevens on DBGI. Uh, this up 170% here. They reaffirm its 2024 guidance and commit to no equity offerings for 2024. So there you go. They're telling you that, hey, our guidance is going to stand up and we are not going to do an offering. Uh, the one thing that I will say about that is that I've actually been in stocks where the company says, yeah, we're not going to do an offering. And then six months later, they do an offering. So that that's just something to consider. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen here. Um, I actually am not familiar with DBGI's management team or track record, so I don't want to speak to them uh, or I don't want to speak to that. But uh, just because they said that doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. I know I've seen this before. Maybe there are some other details here that separate it, but just kind of keep that in mind. We've been warning a lot about some of these offerings. One of the things that I don't want to have happen is someone think, oh, well, this they said, so they're not going to do it, so I can hold this one indefinitely and then have some really terrible stuff happen. So just keep that in mind. Uh, DBGI, this definitely looks like it's going to be in play today, especially if the volume keeps up. Fitting with, with some of the themes that you've been discussing recently, 13, DBGI 1.06 million floats. So definitely has a low floater here. On average, the stock trades just under 125,000 shares per day. Today, we've already printed 4 million shares in the pre-market. So likely to be uh, a big mover here today. Um, just rolling down the list here, we got BGLC. This was a penny stock yesterday. This moved into dollar territory today. Looks like it's doing some kind of technical trading off of the VWAP into these pushes. Um, unless we get another pattern developed, this is one of the things I'll be looking at here. Honestly, I think we've got some better targets here that we might have some more experience with. So unlikely, uh, B BGLC, unlikely to be one of my top targets out of the open. And 13, if you want to jump in on any of these, just go ahead and interrupt me if you have anything else on it. Otherwise, I'm just trying to clear through the list here. Yeah, this one also had a reverse split uh, back in July, uh, one for 12, and they have a 14.68 million float BGLC. Uh, B BGLs Bionexus. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, ARBB. This is ARB Internet of Things Group. Uh, this also popped here this morning. This actually traded up as high as like 760 ish. Oh, someone's in trouble and uh, really kind of bled back down. Now, in, in it looks like maybe we've kind of found our near term bottom here. We'll see ticker ARBB. Uh, one thing that was notable here, uh, Jay, I know you gave us, I think it was VFC yesterday or VFS. Let me pull it up here. I think it was VFC, right? The one that you mentioned yesterday that had the 13G. Let me, let me actually pull that up here. VFC. Uh, I think this was it. Unless I'm getting the tickers mixed up again. Um, 
this is the president w- was buying shares here. Anyway, uh, or is it, v- is it VFS or VFC? Correct me. Um, correct me if I'm wrong here. But uh, one of the things that I noticed here about ARBB is this was very similar to the stock that you had mentioned yesterday. We did have a passive stake taken here via Form 13G. Um, Right. So 28.38% stake from a filing on Monday. Uh, That's popping the stock here today. We'll see what kind of follow through we get on that one. Uh, We already covered BMR. I know this is going to be a heavy target uh, of many of you out there. This is definitely going to be one of the stocks that we take a look at today. It's had a monster day yesterday. We'll see if another day uh, is lined up for that. Uh, VSIG, I know there are a couple of people watching this. I think maybe it was Andy from the Happy Hour show that was watching this one. This move in here, uh, it's really kind of bled back some of the gains. I would have liked to have sold into this pop, frankly, if you were holding this one. We'll see if we end up trading VSIG here. Yeah, no news on this one. It has an eight and a half million float. Right. So I, I think there are actually some lower float targets that we might be able to go after. Um, Fami, I feel like we've traded this one here as well uh, before. This it looks like this popped. It's really kind of bleeding some stuff back. We'll see if it holds two. So far, the chart looks like it's holding that area. We'll see if that round number actually holds up and if Fami gives us a trade. Currently have the VWAP here at 254. So even a regression back to the VWAP would make for a pretty decent day trade uh, out of the gate here. Uh, yeah. A couple more. Go, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. CFO resigned in FAMI and they had a uh, one for eight reverse split on uh, September 25th. They also have a, a 6.24 million uh, share float. All right. There we go. BDRX. Uh, this popped and dropped. This actually really looks weak. We'll see if we get the tuna special here, right? Does this actually bottom and start to show some strength after the sellers are exhausted? We shall see. Um, and then also I think f- was free. One of the ones we want to cover that. I think that was a buyout and then, uh, ADIL. I know we've traded this one here off the relative volume scanner. It looks like this popped, came back in, tried to eclipse that VWAP or take that VWAP out again. We did pop above it, but we're immediately sent beneath it. So, uh, we'll see, uh, if the VWAP can actually hold up here. Um, also MGIH, you guys were mentioning this earlier, MGIH a little bit later, 13, we were taking a look at this, uh, before we went on, really didn't mm-hmm. see any movement. And by the time we went on, it was moving so maybe mgih and maybe mgih is uh gearing up here for me on mgih a really a bust of 380 would really kind of get this thing going we'll see if it has any more upside momentum or if it's just the dips being bought that gives us the trades there yeah Uh, i'm looking at the spy right now and uh, we got a bounce off of the uh 494 area we're trading back up at the moment so that was the gap fill that you had mentioned earlier uh, there, here's that 494. I think you had 494.32, but as we've discussed many times, this is an area, not necessarily just a point at an exact cent. To your point here, 13, we are bouncing. Let's see if that bounce catches. I'm interested to see what the opening print is. Is it a snap back towards balance, or is it another leg down as more sellers puke out what they have? Be interesting to see uh, what's on deck for that here. So the the gap I had was actually correct in the figures. The 494 level, that's where the bottom of my uh, rising wedge is. And if we fall out of the 494 level, then we'll be outside that rising wedge. That's what I want to see for the downside. We came to 494, went traded this a little bit beneath it, and then we came. We're coming back up into that uh, the gap we just filled. So we're we're rising off of 494, which is not what we want if we're looking for the uh, spy to go down. Okay. Um, and then one more thing here before we talk about uh, trade the pool. I really don't have any updates in any of my positions, but we'll talk about that here in a sec. Uh, one thing that I did want to share from the uh, happy hour group with you folks is a swing trading idea. Uh, I've been making it a point to try and get more idea generation in here, not just some of these day trades, not just some of the smaller priced 
day trading scalps, but bringing you uh, really good setups. This, the genesis of this one is from a, a swing position that I currently have on. Um, when DuPont sold off here, um, we really kind of just really sold off. The selling started to abate and we actually took this for a bounce play. Now I played this via a butterfly. I'm still in, so I'm taking a fairly conservative approach at this one. Frankly, I think I should have spread the wings out, but that's a discussion for another day here. This setup actually exists in another stock that we talked about yesterday, and that's going to be CCK. So you know that Crown Holdings here dropped. Uh, looks like it's trading back up. We'll see if we get another bounce here on CCK. The one thing I will say here on this particular swing long idea is that the option chain is very, very illiquid. So I'm not going to be able to use my same butterfly strategy that I have been on some of the other others. I'd probably have to go at this with shares. But uh, if you're interested, decent swing long here. I'd be targeting 80s on this bounce back if we end up getting it. Um, okay, 13, do you have anything that I glossed over or that you want to dive into in any more depth before we start talking about tickers from the chat? Nope, we covered all the uh, small caps that we were going to uh, talk about. We already touched on CPI. I think it's time for me to just let this market open and see what I can find. Okay, sounds good to me. Jonathan Cooper mentioning that Bitcoin is falling. We saw that too. Bitcoin, a huge yeah. run yesterday. It traded above that 50K level, which was awesome. Hopefully you sold your, your Bitcoins to therapist. If you know, you know. Bitcoin here falling here today. We'll see where that ends up bottoming. Uh, we would imagine that we'd see the inverse action of what we saw yesterday in some of those Bitcoin names, right? Here you go. Here's Mara. Looks like we're kind of trading all the way back down, almost a round trip. This also, you know, I know Mara and Riot and Coin, these aren't the same as some of these littler stocks that we're trading. But the, the, thing that still exists here is, you know, don't be afraid to take your gains when you have them. How many times have we seen one day the market is up, we come in the next day, the, the things that were up or the market that was up is now down and something else is moving. Well, here we go. Bitcoin, we had a huge run yesterday, tons of trading. You might have been enticed to kind of hold this over another day. And then this morning here, we're trading back off. So uh, we're trading back down. So just as a reminder, if you have your gains, don't be afraid to take them, especially in the market conditions that we're in. I don't necessarily want to be controversial, but what I will say here is the market doesn't necessarily feel normal to me. I'd really like to get the opinions of others who have been participating in the market for a long time. It just doesn't feel like a normal market. So there's no problem with uh, not overstaying your welcome on some of these trades. Uh, Crow saying, great trading this year, Ryan. You have an air of confidence about you. Hey, Crow, you know, I appreciate you mentioning that. I'll say this, and this is actually something that I was just discussing recently. Part of the confidence thing comes from the group that we're in, right? You guys don't quite know yet your impact, which I think is really, really cool. Uh, I've got people that message me privately all the time saying that they feel better or they're thanking us for having a community where we can kind of bounce ideas off of each other. So uh, I'd be remiss if I said that uh, that confidence doesn't come from the group that's here. So I really appreciate that, Crow. Um, look forward to a prosperous 2024. That's for sure. Frank S asking me if I'm holding, holding Zim. I'm still uh, holding Zim and uh, we're getting an opportunity to, to get some more. I'm, I'm slowly go getting into this uh, more and more uh, as we, if, when we go under 12. And I do intend to uh, shave options shares once we get uh, back up to the $13 level or higher. So it's just kind of been, you know, back and forth between that. Um, like I said, I don't think that the whole uh, uh, Red Sea uh, Suez Canal ordeal is over. Uh, I think that Zim still has a, a lot to gain from that. There's uh, 
both uh, bullish and bear cases for it. Uh, and I'm on the uh, bullish side. So I am holding this. I'm still going to uh, be trading this. Uh, I just need a, a little bit more, uh, a little more upside first. But yes, and, I am. And, and at this point, you actually might be able to add to your position, right? You get a pretty mm -hmm. good cost basis as we trade here below 12. We discussed this yesterday as being part of the plan. Uh, Lynn, good to see you this morning. Uh, thank you for bringing this up. I actually kind of glossed over this one, but we might as well cover it here. Uh, JetBlue, JetBlue, this ticker JBlue, J-B-L-U. Uh, JetBlue Airway shares are trading higher after Carl Icahn disclosed a 9.91% stake in the company in a 13D filing. So this popping here, uh, remember, we've talked a lot about those airlines. Um, and as far, and this actually can talk about the consumer here, I did see another uh, question in here from an OG. Good morning, Shannon. Happy Mardi Gras. Uh, for all of you that are interested, Betonardi's having a Mardi Gras drop, but that's all I'll say here. Shannon, you were asking um, earlier, I think it was about Royal Caribbean. Did I get mm -hmm. that? I'm trying to find, oh, she, you did? You saw that? I saw that. She, she yep. was asking about it. Like Here RCL. Is that what it is? Yeah, yep. RCL. Any, anyone looking at RCL? So um, I'm not looking at this for a trade, but I have been looking at any of these stocks that um, might give us some insight to the consumer. Remember, my thesis here has been that the consumer is going to weaken. We are due for a sell-off. I've mentioned that a whole lot here uh, on this program. So I'm looking at other stocks that might tell us, hey, the consumer is weakening, kind of confirming that. And Royal Caribbean, CCL, you could even use the airlines and some of that, maybe some of the shippers like FedEx and UPS might kind of help you uh, make that determination. As far as looking at this for a potential trade, I think that you're almost at a potential bounce spot here, Shannon. I think 113 absolutely could bounce this stock. We're just under 115 right now. I'm not sure what your thesis is on this one uh, or what you're looking to do on this one. But as you can see from uh, from the COVID lows, we actually double bottomed at this COVID low right around $31. This thing's been a ripper uh, ever since then. It does pull back, does have a tendency to pull back, but those pullbacks have been bought. If we do get the same type of action here on RCL, you might get a bounce here at about 113 or maybe even 105. So those are some of the levels that I see. 13, do you have anything on RCL? I can't remember if this is one of your wheelhouse stocks, and I didn't want to put you on the spot. No, it is not. I try to stay as far away as I can from cruise uh, stocks. One of the things that uh, was just uh, coming across uh, news headlines uh, this month was an outbreak of a gastrointestinal illness on uh, Queen Victoria cruise ships. So I, 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 don't, I don't like the whole cruise ship uh, uh, theme for stocks. I don't think it's a, a good idea. Uh, you know, we already saw what happened with, uh, with COVID. You know, you get one person sick and all of a sudden the whole ship's gonna end up uh, potentially getting it. You're gonna have these lockdown procedures that nobody's gonna like. It's gonna make the, the, uh, the companies look bad. Uh, I'm not saying that that's what's gonna happen with this gastrointestinal illness, but it's just, it's, it's a little bit too soon. You know, a little bit too uh, close to the incident that where people were getting uh, locked down and having to sit in port forever. I don't like uh, cruise ships, stocks. I'm, I'm just going to stay away from them. So I really don't have a, a positive opinion on them. Okay. Well, first of all, in any opinion, is it should help, uh, right? So it doesn't necessarily have to be positive. I appreciate you saying that. There's a lot in there that you said that I really agree with. Uh, I am. I've been on cruises. I've had a wonderful time on cruises years and years ago. But honestly, after COVID and after seeing how they handled that entire situation, cruises are not something that I'm really looking to get into. Um, but I know that's not the case for everybody. So I don't. I don't want my own personal opinion of what's going on here to affect um, 
how I view some of these stocks. Now, RCL right here, what I'd really like to see is this confirm a bottom and a bounce. That would give you a tradable long spot. Uh, oh, we got the <laughs> we got the Zinger Buddy emote. I think they got rid of that one, uh, but I really appreciate you <laughs> throwing that in there. That's really awesome. Um, look at Becca. I'm going on an Alaskan cruise in June. Becca, you are the trailblazer. Let us know how that is. Those Alaskan cruises are no. supposed to be absolutely amazing. And I hope you enjoy yourself too. I've heard a lot of great stories about cruises. Just me personally, I don't. I wouldn't want to trade the, those stocks. I think there's just too much that can that can happen to the stocks themselves. And, One and, bad headline, you know. And to your point, thirteen, the actual the stock is separate from the experience, right? And we're, we're, let's yeah. make that very clear when we're talking about that. Absolutely. Okay, we're about to open here. Let me see. Let me take a look at my program. We've got thirty seconds until we open. Uh, apologies if I skipped over something that you folks wanted to take a look at. I'm sure we'll have some more time. Um, and if you could pull the chart for BCG. Uh, this uh, let me wait till the market opens. The quote's actually going to disconnect uh, the chart here. Uh, Brug Light saying he booked an Alaskan cruise in September. Okay, you guys better share these pictures. One of my buddies went on an Alaskan cruise and he said it's amazing. Yeah, uh, Jane Smith going on one in less than two weeks. Okay, so here you go. The the boots on the ground here telling you that uh, people are We're still open. interested. We are open. And by the way, uh, SQQQ, my swing long from yesterday, that is continuing up here today. That is awesome. Yep. I do have a limit order to sell right at 12 if we get there. And we'll book those gains and kind of wait for that to set back up again on SQQ. Still in, have not been filled yet. Uh, but we'll see We'll see what happens uh, as we continue here. So I saw a couple of you were mentioning OHM. Oh, real quickly here. Let me flip over to uh, trade the pool. Let me see what we got here. And remove this. Nope, this still isn't. There we go. There we go. Okay. Um, so trade the pool. Like I had mentioned earlier, nothing new uh, in trade the pool uh, in terms of swings. We are still carrying Zim. We are watching Zim. Um, looks like we popped a little bit here. We'll see. Uh, TGTX really had a tough time. Probably should have shaved more while we were up there. But remember, I did already book gains on this one. Uh, so I'm still doing okay here. Just not going to let this go red on me. And then uh, finally, you are, of course, viewing the Trade the Pool software. Our stream is sponsored by Trade the Pool. If you need a prop firm and you need to get above that 25K, get up to 260K buying power with Trade the Pool. Okay, uh, let's take a look at some stocks. Let's find some trades here. BGLC being mentioned by Smoke Tuna early. Let's take a look. BGLC looks like it bounced off that VWAP pretty good right there. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, SQQQ, trying to see if we can get that uh, 12 print. At the same time, I'm also watching the S or the SPY. Uh, we're really flirting with the 494 level again. Okay, so I see we're at 494.20. So technically, we're under that little spot that you talked about, or that uh, 494.32, I believe it is. But yeah. uh, to your point, yeah, we'll see if we reclaim that or if we actually move lower from here. It looks like uh, some of the ones we were talking about this morning, some are going up, some are going down, some are BMR. Kind of... uh, I might as well just go yeah. to that. I'm sure a lot of people are watching Beamer after yesterday. Halted. BMR halted here to the upside 2095. That didn't take long, folks. That didn't take <laughs> long. Uh, ohm halt down. That's O-M-H. I guess Ohm is O-H-M. I better be careful there. O-M-H. Oh. Go ahead. Guess what's coming back? H-O-L-O. You're kidding. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> okay follow with a nice vertical <laughs> candle there out of the open 13 very succinctly says no i'm not kidding uh, pretty awesome stuff there here let me see oh 
this, yes, uh, this is in trade the pool. Here we go. Uh, so this is actually holding right here at the VWAP. Be interesting to see where this goes. I uh, oh. got RNLX smoke tuna. I mentioned that Florida yeah, or yacht insurance guy in Florida. What an awesome handle. Um, also mentioned it here. We did cross through VWAP. Let's see if we get some volume to really kind of push us away. That first stick was pretty good. I want to see that matched here in the second, uh, in the second window. MGIH also halted. So yesterday's big movers yesterday are now halted at the open. MGIH looks like that is halted to the upside here. So yep. that's pretty good news, at least for the long side players. ARBB, by the way, that was one from our list here this morning. Looks like maybe this is trading back up here on ARBB. Spread is a little bit bigger here. We'll see if that uh, tightens up a little bit as we start to move back up. DBGI might be uh, rebounding. It pulled itself back above uh, VWAP. And I have uh, this uh, 710 level as a, uh, as a well, it's a level from uh, previous uh, price action. Okay, now it's start, really starting to move. This one might be going here. DBGI? DBGI, yeah. Okay, so we did see a, an initial flush there. We actually reclaimed the VWAP. Now we are pushing higher here, 13. Intraday high, 830 broken. We New highs, new intraday regular session highs here. Looks like Zim's trying to pull itself back above 12. Uh, FAMI looks like that's still doing a good job holding two, by the way, on FAMI. DBGI still spread a little bit here. Sorry, 13. Didn't mean to run that's you over. Don't worry. Every time I hear FAMI, I just think of the original Nintendo Entertainment System. It was called the Famicom when it was uh, debuted in uh, Japan. Oh, how that's a nice little piece of trivia. I don't even think I know knew that. Every time I look at Fami, I think of Femi because we've got Sydney in here that's trading right. Femi. We've actually traded this a number of times ourselves off the scanner. So yep. that's one of those where I might mix the ticker up. Uh, order flow trader saying BMR halted again. So if we take a look at BMR here. Oh, oh we already covered that it's one. Still, still the, same, the yeah. 2095 halt. Okay. Sorry about that. Flipping around here real quick. Bitcoin trying to recover. It's back up above 49K. We were beneath that uh, before the open. As a matter of fact, it went down to 48, uh, under 48.5. looked like it bounced pretty much as soon mm -hmm. as the market opened, right? Started trading back up there uh, as soon as the market opened. So still, let's take a look, see what else we have moving here. I don't see anything great that I wanted to buy. Shout out to you for uh, um, um, DBGI there. Well, it's it's bleeding now. We broke beneath uh, seven ten. So got to be quick was, on some of those. Got to be yeah. quick on some of those. Uh, by the way, Coke reported earnings here this morning, so they're higher. It looks like they were higher in the pre market. Nice little profit taking flush, and now we resume the highs. Nice. Um, you're you're long Coke, right? I I picked up Coke in October. Yeah. Marriott, this is another one here, right? This is Marriott Hotels. They reported earnings moving lower here, moved lower in the pre-market and now lower out of the open. Let's see where the bottom is on Marriott. This also might help us uh, go after our, our weak consumer thesis. Hollow is up to 18.5 now. That's their high. Uh, Jay. Sorry, go ahead. That's all right. Jay mentioning shop here. Shop got a 175. Uh, I didn't think those numbers were bad. 175, are you referring to the earnings print? Let me pull that up in my news thing here so I can give myself the right context. I think uh, uh, Shopify is exposed to the buy now, pay later um, methods of payment. So I think that could end up coming back to hurt it. Okay, yeah, I don't see it. Let, let me know what you mean on that. I uh, got a 175, there may be a call. 
And there's the premium of the call. Unsure. But in any case, uh, sorry, BMR opened. BMR is open. Let's flip back over this. By the way, Shopify down on earnings. That report's not bad. Maybe this comes back here. Decent idea right there. BMR here open and a move to the downside. This is going to halt here at 1886, isn't it? Uh, it already looks like, yeah, it's halted. Yep, halted already. <laughs> that was fast. Boy, we didn't even get a chance to talk about it. I literally flipped to it and it halted again. Second halt of the day. This one to the downside. By the way, BGLC all all. Also halted here. Gosh, easy for me to say. This one halted to the upside on a potential upside break here, 140. Family's moving. Uh, If it breaks through uh, 235 right here, it could go uh, pretty handily. Ah, that was a closing thing. Of course, of course. Bought at 78, sold at 79.75. So a nice little, almost a two-point scalp there before the market. So come on, Ryan. Well, no, I mean, I should have been able to figure that out by looking at the chart. Oh, my God. Look at all of Look at Hollow go. It's it it's slow but steady. I mean, this thing's an absolute ripper. This thing's up four points from those pre-market lows here. Just a, yeah. a huge rip, huge rip. OMH being mentioned by the crow. He's got his eyes on it. We're breaking beneath the VWAP. This is going to have to hold for this to be a long side trade. I do see some uh, size on the bid at four forty-five. We'll see if that holds or if it just gets sunk. Uh, they just brought in an offer that got eaten, so maybe we do move higher from here. Yeah, NMGIH is open too, and that one uh, popped, and then it's dropping now. Pulled Hollow right back to 20. VWAP. There is some size there. Hollow over 20. Man, we got a lot of stuff going on, don't we? Yeah. I didn't think Hollow was going to just keep on going. I thought, oh, we'll probably get to the uh, you know the 200 EMA, and it'll reverse. This thing is... It looks like it looks like they uh, when it, when when the uh, MGIH and BMR halted, everybody was looking for something else to uh, push around, and they decided let's go back to Hollow. Uh, DBGI is pushing up now. See if DBGI can take nine here. How's the spread on this looking? Still kind of spread, still spread about 20 cents or even more in some cases. Yeah. But that is moving up here. Jay Rice mentioning SMCI. Boy, that dip got bought. This thing has just been absolutely crazy right i mean just to add this it's been completely vertical uh on the on the daily chart here as you can see yesterday that dip is getting bought here we'll see if we can actually move higher here i'd like to see if this can move back towards that 800 level uh for me smci has been a no touch right i haven't been able to play this correctly on the way back up uh i still think that this is likely going to come down by the way i'm seeing some calls come through on benzinga pro for smci interesting yes, timing Sniper. there uh, Marcus Sniper was asking if uh, Hollow is halted. It says suspended on my end, but it's pretty much Hollow halted. is halted. Per yeah. here, here we go. Let's see here. Hollow, yep, halted right here. That is actually the first halt. MGIH halted, and it looks like uh, BMR and MGIH um, isn't halted. It's just falling. Express. Whoa, whoa. So ticker EXPR looks like that's down. 32% here. It's like that's halted. Reason not available. Interesting. All right, let me go back to the trading platform here. Oh. Careful, it could be an offering. 
It'd be an offering. Uh, by the way, Tesla, this kind of caught my eye. Lynn and Randy, I know that you folks are taking a look here at Tesla. Looks like we really kind of bounced off that 182 here. Got about three points if you include the pre-market there. Nice little move here. Uh, SQQQ, this actually moved back to the VWAP here. Market really isn't bouncing. At least the SPY isn't bouncing all that significantly. Uh, NASDAQ is actually trading up here. If you take a look at the SQQQ, we've really kind of come back to the VWAP. So let's see if we uh, actually make another move up there. Yeah, I did uh, shave a little bit off my SQQQ position in anticipation that we were going to get up to 12. We didn't really get up there. We got close, but we're really up there exactly. So I'm going to just ride the rest that I have, see if I, we can get it uh, above 12. But the SPY just continues to hang uh, around in this uh, mm -hmm. within this 90, uh, $494 area. Um, it's headed down at the moment, but we've been getting a support from that uh, the bottom of the uh, rising wedge. So. Uh, OMH here, still hugging that VWAP area here. Let's see, it's trying to take off. Now, all I had to do was put this on screen here. Let's see if this $5 offer gets eaten. There we go. Moving higher here now on OMH, 520. There's uh, some size there at the offer on 520, by the way. Yeah, things just kind of bouncing back and forth, going, yeah. kind of creating ranges, you know? This uh this OMH that was a really kind of a quick move through five. We're actually just dipped beneath five for a sec there. Here we go back up to that five twenty spot. Some size there. Watch if this gets taken. OMH might go here. Yeah, six is uh one of the levels I have. Okay. Uh yeah. Then I mean, there's, a, there's that's a good. I mean, you look at you look at the pre market trading. Pretty much between uh five and we'll call it six fifty. You got a a supply zone. You got to make your way through. So we'll call it, let's say, 650 right there. Uh, looks like we're selling off from that 520 spot there. Uh, Jay here, good day to find names bucking the trend. Look for flat or green names like CMG that have already reported decent earnings. This is an awesome uh, tip. This is actually one of the things that I talk about all the time. Look for relative strength, right? So on a day where the market is moving down, things that are moving up are going to give you that relative strength. This works across all different types of stocks. Jay adding another leg in here. Um, looking for stocks that have reported earnings, their earnings is already out of the way, especially if they're decent. That's uh, That could be a, a really good, good move there. Yeah, it's a really good move there. Uh, SQQQ looks like it's coming up off that VWAP. We'll see where that settles here. OMH, uh, we did pull back here to that 460. We have not really kind of broken through the VWAP here. It looks like we are getting some offers lined up here or some, some uh, stock lined up here on the offer side. We'll see if 477 falls. I'm going to try some here at 477. We'll see if they retake that. And see if we bounce back above that VWAP. Would love to see this get above five. We break this 465. Just a real, real tight stop on this one. I'm trying to catch uh, a bottom here, and we're right at the bottom. So I really don't want this to get any crazier to the downside. Brought in a bid there at 475. That's good to see. Looks like we're pushing it back up here on OMH. Let's see if OMH, we can get back to five. If OMH comes down to about uh, 415, I'll, I'll join you with this one. Okay, uh, real quick here, BGLC, halt fest to the upside. Uh, Tuna, I am now long this, so I will get I will get to that as soon as I get out of this trade here. We'll see if we end up losing this. Yeah, uh, Lynn, this uh, put hollow or on our radar again because uh, it's back open. Uh, headed down and testing VWAP. If it holds, uh, that might be uh, a good here, signal that this will go higher. You know what I can do here is probably put this stop here. 
What do I have that at? There we go. Now, uh, now I should be able to. Uh, I should be able to take a look at some of these other ones. We'll see if OMH can get back up towards five. Holla if you guys see it. Uh, otherwise, I'll stop out if this doesn't work. Let's take a look here at Holla. It's working so far. Uh, so here is Holla. That is open, and that's trying to find a new spot here. The other one that you mentioned was um bglc that was the halt fest to the upside here you know what's interesting here is we really kind of broke the top end of this range off on this last halt it'll be interesting to see if this can kind of pick up check on omh see if we get that move to five that we're really looking for it is definitely encouraging to see these bids uh under where we're at here let me um bring this Stop loss up a little. There we go. The We've got five. The VIX is approaching 15. We haven't seen 15 in a while here. Uh, OMH, real quick on this trade, 510. Let's see if that snaps here. Um, and then we'll we'll try to do what we were just talking about here and maybe selling some and leaving some on uh, in case the stock really runs. 510 seems to be the spot. Uh, they're definitely lining up some size there. Let's see if they take that. Remember, previous spot here was 520. So if they do take the stock here at 510, let's see if it goes to 520. There it is, 510 down, OMH on its way back up to 520. Let's see if we can get up there. At 520 spot's going to be decision time here. Uh, I've got 300 shares of this. I'm looking to lighten this. Actually, uh, I'm actually going to lighten it. I'm actually going to lighten it right here. Okay, so now we got a trailer on. So we booked some gains. We've got a trailer on. Here comes 520. That's gone. This is exactly why I wanted to leave this trailer on. I did not want to see. Uh, did not want to see this uh, happen. What happened yesterday? Let me now go ahead and take this. Uh, quant okay, and then my stop is going to be at 463 to the downside on the remaining piece. Uh, so impossible to lose on that one. So nice little constructed trade there. We'll see what OMH uh, does. Holla at me if you see it. Um, okay, Jay, trimming some more shop. That trade really working out here. You got several points now. Uh, good morning, Miles. Great to see you. Thanks for joining us here. Uh, Jay, the shop trade looking pretty good here in the morning. So I, I think I think what I like the most there, you looked at the earnings report, you said that the numbers really weren't that bad. Thought that maybe this is just kind of an overreaction and you'll play a regression back to the mean. I like that one. I like that one. Shopify a little bit more, uh, high here, 82.20. Um, not very much size there. This looks like this might try to go higher here. You get a register ring for that early on. Okay, God, I missed a, I missed a lot of stuff in the chat. You guys are flying here. MLGO being mentioned. Let's take a look at that. Yeah, RSVN was also getting mentioned. I saw that too. That's uh, that's halted up. MLGO penny stock making a run for that one dollar area. Here is RVSN uh, that you were mentioning. Thirteen halt mm -hmm. to the upside. Nine thirty-five. How many times are we going to see was, the stock halt every day? That was David Lynn pointing that out. Uh, okay, Jay, uh, I, we're we're peeling back the onions here on your trading plan, peeling the, the onion layers, I beg your pardon, peeling back those layers here on your trading plan. Uh, love this too. The expected move was 1170. So using the option pricing to determine the expected move here, uh, shop closed at about 89, $11 less than that is going to be about 78 bucks. Jay, I think your buy was at 77 and change. Pretty awesome there using that's how you 
can use that information, by the way. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jay, you probably know better than I do. The way that you would calculate that manually is the you'd add the call and the put at the current month, the current at the money call and put together, and then multiply by 80, right? I'm like 8.80%. Wow, Carmen, are you serious? $7 a share and it's trying to go up? Is that right? I'll check right here. Let me get pro out here real quick. Oh, that was like, uh, that was much earlier this morning. So this is already known. Yeah. So the public offering, uh, that was actually yesterday. We, the PR. So here, let me bring this up on screen and we can kind of sort through this here. This is what Carmen, I believe is referring to Carmen, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Uh, but, um, BMR announces pricing of a $12 million public offering. This came last night, 8.02 PM. Uh, so to 13's point that was baked into the pre-market here already today. Yeah, I, I misunderstood. I thought that was what they were gotcha. talking for long about. And I was gotcha. like, oh, wow. And it's still going up off that. But no, I was I misunderstood uh, that. Gotcha. Thank you for pointing that out. EMR moving back towards the highs there. Ohm broke out. O O M H broke out. Okay. Um, this is a, okay. what I'm really, and here we go. So a little bit more size here at 550. We'll see if this clears. What I'm really happy about here is that we recognized a, maybe I don't necessarily want to call it weakness, although it is bordering on, on the uh, line of weakness there. We noticed something that we didn't do correctly yesterday and we made plans to change it today. And that's already worked. So remember, I'm, I'm, only a very, very small position left here, but I've actually already booked gains on the way up on two thirds of that position. So it's going to be much easier for me to hold this here. We are breaking out of this formation. I'd like to get a little bit more. I'd actually really like to see a seven test here. Uh, I do have a stop already that makes it impossible for me to lose on this trade. So we talk a little bit about the, here we go, uh, OMH now making a move towards six here. This is exactly what we wanted to see. Uh, we'll see if we can actually keep moving higher than that. Love oh. to see seven get tested. Sorry. Hollow, Hollow might be uh, forming a, a bull pennant. And uh, right now, at, the, at this very moment, it doesn't have a, a lot of great volume. But if that volume comes in, we could lift uh, past the high it already made intraday at uh, $20.34. Keep this on your radar. This might This might be setting up. No, you're absolutely right on that. By the way, BMR halted again here, 2038. 2038, OMH, uh, continuing here, looking like we'll see if we take six out here on OMH. Probably need to move my stop up, no? Um, I mean, I, I always think it's a good idea if it's yeah. not, if it's kind of stagnating, you know? Yeah, I do too. The, the thing is, is that on this breakout, I mean, I would like a little bit more on this trailer. And this is exact here. This is exactly what I was trying to avoid. A real quick pullback here. Now we'll see how long this pullback gives us, or we'll see how deep this pullback goes. It's like maybe we're bouncing here. If we get past this, I'll definitely move the stop up. 520 seems to be about a good spot for that stop. Again, the whole point of what I'm trying to do here is capture if we get one of those bigger breakout moves to the upside. So don't necessarily want to react when we're not getting that move. If we're getting something else, kind of want to wait for the expected move or the move that I'm hoping for. Uh, Low of the day in uh, SPY is... uh... 493.80, and we're knocking on the door there of that. All right, let's take a look here at the spy real quick. Uh, Jan, uh, I saw your comment here, but now it disappeared. Jan, uh, hey, Ryan, how are you doing? Long time no see. Jan, uh, it's good to be seen. I'm doing well. Um, How are you doing? 
is the question. Doing well, though. Well, I don't think that's unreasonable to, to feel that way. I don't think it's unreasonable at all. New lows yeah. spy. I don't either. And there you go. New lows on SPY. Uh, one of the things I'm, you know, I'm obviously watching SQQQ, which is tied to the NASDAQ. NASDAQ is rolling over here. Didn't print new lows yet, but uh, looks like maybe it will make a return back down towards those lows. That should be interesting. If that does. Okay, uh, think- giving us, here we go, Jay, another swing setup. 13, I know you're going to like this one because you've talked about doing this as well. Uh, IBM here, Jay saying anywhere near the 180, 182, I'm a buyer. Earnings are already out. Pulled back from the high at 195. Remember, this is the OG AI play. Uh, They've been doing AI for a long time. We've discussed this ad nauseum in the happy hour chat. What's your plan on IBM? Didn't you have a a thesis or levels on IBM? Oh, I still have IBM. I've been holding it for a long time. Uh, my cost basis is actually close to $100. So mm. I, uh, I, well, I'm actually going to go speak with my uh, uh, my fiduciary today. So uh, I'll ask him what the, what their cool. analysts are saying. And, you know, if it sounds good, I'll, I'll, I'll add more. But this this was, yeah, this is one of the OG AI plays. I've had this one for years. Uh, great company. You know, it just it just doesn't get as noticed. It's not as exciting as like some of these Mag Sevens, but they are doing really, really uh, good in terms of their uh, business solution segment. And that could also make it fairly easy to trade, right? Like it, this OG doesn't really move around a whole lot. Really like the plan here given by Jay. We're only really talking about 15 total points here. Pretty easy to actually end up trading that one. So IBM, good stuff here. All right, let's take a look back at OMH. See where we're at there. Looks like maybe we're coming in lower here. Just couldn't take out that six. We'll stay in here. Haven't adjusted the stop yet. We'll stay in this. Um, actually, you know, I'm going to put stop at break even. Let me get this recenter off here. Now we're moving back up. This is exactly why I kind of just wanted to sit uh, sit this out, right? Didn't didn't necessarily want to. Here, we're going to stop at five. So this comes back into five. We're going to end up taking our gains. Hopefully, that's not the case. Hopefully, we go higher and break out. Remember, first two legs, two-thirds of this trade already booked. SQQQ coming back in. Uh, full disclosure here in my... Uh, a regular account. I'm not going to let the SQQQ trade go um, red on me. So I will stop out um, if necessary. Definitely don't want to take a loss on that. I know it's just a hedge, but now that we got it back here, I'll take the hedge off if needed. Uh, not going to sit through some losses. OMH, let's see if this curls up little size here, 563. Remember that six spot is what stopped it before. Carmen, I, I, I think uh, the uh, dividend is one of the big reasons why I even got into that. I agree. It's a great company, and I'm holding it for a while. And uh, shout out to you, 13, because you often give us decent um, dividend play ideas um, throughout the course of happy hour and, of course, the happy hour chat. So shout out to you. Sometimes I do. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Uh, Laura saying, I'm about to sell all my stocks for Bitcoin. I can't recommend what you do. You do you, boo, as the kids say. But what I will say is it's probably smart to have an allocation of both. 13, what do I need to bring up here? Hollow. Uh, The thing that I was telling you about, it's doing the thing. It's doing the thing. Yeah, so that was a a bull pennant that it was forming on the five-minute chart that I had. And uh, this was the breakout that I was looking for. So that was was a good trade. There Uh, you go. It looks like this might have some more legs on it, too, if some EMAs can cross VWAP. We did just pull back here to the VWAP. This is kind of all over the place here. This is that volatility uh, that you'll see It's very spread, too. Yeah. 
no question. Gary, welcome. Hopefully you enjoy yourself. I'm new to the group. First morning listening, where do we, where and how do we see your trades? Well, we will mention any of the trades that we take. Uh, so too will the chat. But if you're looking at the screen right now, this is the actual trading platform that I'm using provided by Trade the Pool. You can see that my open positions are down here. Uh, I have also filled orders. You'll be able to see some of the booked gains uh, here as well. But I leave this on the position. So they're always going to be on screen unless I flip over to Benzinga Pro for news. But uh, enjoy yourself, my man. Love to Love to know what you're taking a look at here this morning. Caleb saying, don't do it. Don't do it. Be careful. <laughs> don't do what? <laughs> Trade hollow, I think. Oh, yes, gotcha. I think that's what he's referring to, but uh, I guess we should make sure first. Uh, and if you do do it, you know what you're getting yourself into. Oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. This might have been uh, in response to uh, gotcha. moving all the assets to Bitcoin. Yeah, I'm just trying to, just trying to keep up. Sorry if I uh, misspeak there. Yeah, I, I agree. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't move everything you have into Bitcoin. Diversify. Oh, RSVN's finally open. And, Big fan uh, of di diversification. Yeah, RSVN's finally open. And uh, I guess it, it opened and halted immediately because it looks like we are dealing with two halts already. I, I guess I haven't been following it closely enough to know for sure, but it just looks like we've halted twice already in RSVN. Uh, thankfully, we can actually use Benzinga Pro to confirm that. You are correct, 13. This is the second upside halt for RSVN as per the signals tool. So good stuff there. Back to the trading platform here. Hollow is doing the thing. Woohoo! Go hollow. Hollow, big push here. Awesome job on that one, 13. Awesome hook. Yeah, we're about to get a nine EMA crossing view app on my chart that could uh, push it uh, further up. BGL, we're probably... sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no nope, you, you, you weren't go. done. You weren't done. Ah, <laughs> I love, that's not the first time that you've done that to me. Real quick, BGLC, the halt best that you guys mentioned earlier, that pushing the highs here. <laughs> 13, man. <laughs> Laughter is the best medicine. Oh, yeah, we got to have fun while we're doing this. This is crazy stuff. Oh, that's. And... Yeah, hollow is just uh, ripping right now. I'm looking to see when this is going to halt, but it's probably because uh, it's just spread that it's moving so well. I don't really think the the, the uh, share sizes that we're seeing here or anything to really get excited about. Looks like just retail trading here. Uh, yeah. Jay mentioning UNG at this price, they'll be giving it away cheaper than bottled water. You know, this is one of the things that makes natural gas so difficult to trade. I know a lot of traders really like boil because of the leverage and the movement that you can get if you're correct. But of course, don't forget, it can move in the opposite direction. You Natural gas, when they have too much, they flare it off. Uh, giving it away cheaper than bottled water, definitely. I mean, that can definitely be the case. You see UNG this down even more here. They think they got snow in New York. They do. I don't even. I don't know. I know a lot of people try to trade this as as the weather goes, or try to track it with the weather. I'm not. Uh, I've never really had some success with that, to be honest. We yeah, we've uh, discussed that in Happy Hour before about how a lot of these uh, th those contracts those prices um are bought months in advance so yeah we're, we're not we're not you know what you what you're trading now is is going to be off of different movement yeah that's a really good point real quickly proud to be it is hollow ticker h-o-l-o -O, that is hotel oscar lima oscar uh crow mentioning dbgi coming off the lows here 
So maybe this did kind of find that bottom around six. This is spread about 20 some cents, 20 plus cents here. So keep that in mind. Um, DBGI looks like we could probably go under five and then and then reverse. It, I don't like these um, these lower shadows that they got. Uh, stopped out of uh, OMH, by the way. So that was a, a really good trade. We did it correctly the entire the entire way right we bought on the support bought on the lows didn't chase the price up sold into the volume strength kept the trailer on just in case it ran it didn't we ended up stopping out for a gain we are all wrapped up in omh one for one on the day for day trades 90 ma crossing vwap and hollow push it up to uh, push it up higher and now it's almost at 24 dollars Man, Hollow, this is a big, big move here again. I know this stock's no stranger to it. Really kind of took off that 2040 area, went higher here. Oh, Hollow. cattle. Cattle uh, has some FDA news. That could be uh that could be good. CADL here. Let me uh let me pull while we're looking at that, let me pull that news up here in Benzinga Pro. I will read it to you. Maybe it hasn't hit the wire yet. Yes, yeah, is uh can. 3110 receives FDA fast track designation for treatment of recurrent high grade glioma. I think that's it. But yeah. Oh, I see what happened here. So it says uh, gains fast track treatment for uh, its brain cancer treatment. That was causing it to move up 33% here. It's a good spot here. Yeah, good job. You're welcome. Proud to be. No, no big deal. No big deal. And, and that's the other thing. If you guys can't, if I'm kind of going over the tickers either too fast or they're not audible or they're not understandable, stop me. I definitely want to make sure uh, that you guys are, are getting the correct tickers there. We also had a mention on Penn Gaming. P -E -N -N. Let's take a look at Penn. There were a number of people that wanted to trade DraftKings and Penn for the Super Bowl. Uh, that trade certainly looks like a sell the news event. Wouldn't you agree? I'm sorry, I was reading. What did you say? Yeah, the we had talked a lot about some of these gambling stocks in reference to the Super Bowl as we were yeah. approaching the Super Bowl. Sure looks like the Super Bowl was a sell the news. Yes, it, it's kind of been that way for uh, ever since like DraftKings at least has uh, come onto the market. It would sell off uh, shortly after the Super Bowl and into their earnings, Indeed. which is uh, coming up this week. Indeed. Check a couple of things here real fast. Okay, so Penn has an agreement with to acquire mobile sports wagering licenses for New York market access. I guess that's one of the reasons why Penn hasn't run as much as um, DraftKings, right? They just don't have uh, the market allowance. Yeah, and I think isn't Penn more, don't they have more brick and mortar exposure than DraftKings? I, I don't know. I feel, I feel I, like, yeah, I feel like it's considered. You're probably right anyway. about that. OMH, right. OMH looks like a big pull, uh, right? Pretty much down to the levels where we bottomed out in the pre-market. Um, again, really happy with how we structured the uh, entry and exit here. Really kind of kept us safe and really made it a stress-free trade, right? It worked out uh, right away. We we're able to scale out of that one. So OMH, we'll see if this sets back up, coming back up to the VWAP here. Looks like Beamer uh, popped to 2170, and now we're coming down. And MGIH also coming down, so they are not going to be the 1,000% runners they were yesterday. Well, MGIH wasn't, but it was in the hundreds. Uh, 
put back over here. Okay. Okay. Let's take a look at some of the other stocks that we've been seeing moving around here. DBGI would be one of those. Yeah, I still waiting yeah. for that one. I, I just, it, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say size at 660 that they took. Maybe this is curling back towards the VWAP here. Yeah, I I, uh, I want to see it get back above VWAP. I, I think that it's, it's going to go lower. And I might be wrong about that, but it just doesn't, it doesn't look palatable to me right now. Hollow 2434 on hollow halted. Yeah. <laughs> this thing was a ripper. Looks like the spy is uh, printing new intraday lows. As a matter of fact, this might be the new lows for one, two, three, for the past four days. Which means SQQQ, well, it's not really moving up a whole lot. No, it's curling though. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm kind of watching that here on another screen as well. Uh, don't also watching DBGI because it sure looks like DBGI is going to try and close this gap up to the VWAP here. This is just an intraday three minute chart, but it sure looks like that's where we're at here. Yeah. PDD and Baba are worth watching. Caleb, you know, interestingly enough, we're st we still have the Lunar New Year. So some yep. of these Asian markets are still closed, less participation in them. I think that's one of the reasons we were seeing less volume in the SPY yesterday. But on top of that, some of these uh, uh, Chinese names might not be uh, getting as much trading action as they normally do. Here's PDD and BABA. This charts actually, intraday charts look the same. Good morning, MD. It's great to see you. Hello there, MD. AULT penny stock that just kind of popped here. Just kind of rolling around things oh, that I see here. That one, I think that one we've uh, we may have traded before. It looks like Rail Vision's open again. Here's DBGI looking like it's almost closed that gap up to the VWAP. Here's Rail Vision. You know, um, so many things going sideways. X Sniper asking about a Discord. So, no, we don't have a Discord. Let me show you why. I do have something that I recommend for you, uh, but we don't have a Discord because we actually developed our own native chat community in our flagship Newswire uh, and Scanner uh, platform here. So this is Benzinga Pro. If I open up the chat room, you actually have access to multiple rooms. In fact, here is the happy hour channel that 13 is active in, but there are a ton of different rooms uh, here for you. For example, if you wanted to follow Anne-Marie Bands trading, she's a professional trader that does options trades. She gives her trades out every morning as well as her market updates. And we have uh, plenty of other rooms dedicated to crypto, day trading options. Uh, so no Discord, but check out Benzinga Pro. You can get a free two-week trial, no credit card required. All you need is an email. Give it a shot. See if it helps you. See if you like the trading room. We got you covered from all angles, man. Good to see you this morning. Yeah, I thought we uh, there was a Discord at one point, and it just didn't have uh, the the uh, enough people managing it, or just didn't have the participation. Yeah. Something happened. Yeah, I, I can I can give you a little bit of insight on that. I don't want to speak for other people, but what I can say is we have a lot of different like areas where you can communicate with the community, and it was just easier to consolidate that under Pro, which is our flagship popular product. So um, you can always bring that up as feedback. That's something that we uh, design our entire ecosystem around, but that's what happened. All right. Well, you were right on DBGI. That thing is now back up to VWAP and just trading slightly over it. It's got a, a wall at uh, 750 it needs to get through, but uh, once it does. Whoever, uh, sp 
whoever spotted this one, sorry for cutting you there, 13. Okay. I, I, that wasn't my intention. Whoever spotted, I think this was Crow, right? This really bottomed out here. Um, you know, what's interesting when I'm taking a look at this, uh, using the the tuna three minute chart here in the MACD, the, the setup that that tuna uses, we the MACD is telling you that. But I it was a little late to this because these signal lines weren't crossing. Nonetheless, great spot here. We did get the VWAP. If you were trading this out of this consolidation, using the trade plan that I was kind of talking about earlier, this would be an opportunity to shave some and then maybe keep a trailer on. Uh, X Sniper, yes, the chat room, Benzinga Pro and all of the subsequent chat rooms are open 24-7. On top of that, the automated API endpoints for news also run 24-7. So if there's a press release issued at 11 p.m., you'll see it at 11 p.m. on the dot. Good question. And sometimes I post on the weekends. Also, <laughs> DBGI, uh, I think eight, 850 is the next level that I got. So that's a, that's a level to watch for if we uh, can get through. Oh, we did get through 750. So yep. 850 is the next level I have. But yeah, sure uh, yes, the, the, the chat, you know, we're frequently in there. So I'll tell yeah. you what, the chat's so good that when I went on vacation, I went back to the chat room. <laughs> Just to see what you guys are doing to talk to you. That's how good I was having a great vacation, but I was like, you know what? Our chat community's aces, so we're going to go back there. Uh, yeah. DBG, DBGI, Crow, this was a great call, dude. You were you had the perfect entry on this. Well, that's, that's something that I've really been focusing on my own trading here is making some sharper entries. You nailed this one, dude. Nailed it. That's true. Yeah. That was an awesome one. Up. <laughs> we're leveling up in here, 13. That's what we do. All day, every day. Miles mentioning VSIG. This is another one uh, that people have been kind of watching recently. Uh, VSIG here. This really hasn't done anything, but maybe it's bottomed. Maybe that selling is done. Intraday low here, 131. Okay. CXW, this is Core Civic. Looks like the dip this morning was bought. Let me check this out on my bigger chart here real fast. This actually kind of looks like a, an interesting daily chart. Let me bring this up so you folks can see what I'm taking a look at here. So here we go. Here is uh, CXW. You can see this was this area that we're at right here is a current resistance area that was former support. So it looks like we lost this support back in March of 2020, right around COVID. It's taken a little while, but we're right back up to this level. And then if we zoom in on this recent activity, you can see we're banging on the door here at 15, trying to knock this down. Keep this one on radar for a potential swing long. It's Core Civic. Ticker CXW. This is an interesting daily setup here. Let's see if we break this off. I'm going to actually add this one to my watch list. Let me go back to my trading platform here. Just kind of spotted this one. Wanted to mention it. Good daily chart there. I don't have any um, news or, or you know analysis on UNG. I was just being asked if we could review it. But when I look at the daily chart, it does have a, a pretty interesting candle today. Looks like it could be bottoming. Not saying that it is, but it looks is, like it could be. Is this the UNG daily that you just mentioned? Let me bring that up yes, here sir. for some visual aid. Yeah, you zoom into the to, uh, the price action today. We gap down, and now we have this uh, this little bit of a hammer that we're making right now. Yeah, so you're what you're saying here is maybe this is forming a bottoming candle and a potential swing long opportunity. Yeah, it just looks. I mean. You can look at the RSI. We've really come down pretty handily over the past uh, 
well, this all month, to be honest. And uh, this looks like uh, it's it's trying to find a bottom. Okay. So like me. And we'll, yeah, we'll see if we get that tradable bottom here. Remember, we, we've called natural gas the widow maker. So giving you, mm-hmm. uh, giving you all the warning that we possibly can here. Let me roll back uh, to the trading platform here. Bam, bam, bam. Hey, Donald, good morning. Good to see you this morning. Leg missed earnings falling out of bed right now. I just researched it yesterday. Well, hey, um, at least you know more about it right now. Yeah, my leg falls asleep sometimes too when I get up out of bed. This thing, nothing but cell candles from the open here. Nothing but cell candles. DBGI coming in now. Let's take a look at that real fast. Caleb saying boil looks like it's bottomed for the past three years. <laughs> That's exactly it, Caleb. Looks like the widow maker. Hollow open moving to the downside here. Boy, that was fast. So this again, again, 13, showing us that, hey, don't overstay your welcome, mm-hmm. right? Um, and this also talking about the OMH trade earlier today, this can be another reason why you want to set up some of those orders to scale out and then stop out of your remaining position. I mean, if you were playing hollow on the way up here, uh, you can really kind of protect yourself by making sure you're not sitting through some of these big knives here. Hollow pulling back, stopping at the view app. We'll see if we get another setup here on hollow. Yeah, type one or hit like if you ever thought to yourself, well, maybe it goes higher and you stay in and then you get you, your, your the price drops and you get killed in the in the trade. Yeah. I went ahead and typed one <laughs> okay. because that's happened to me plenty of times. That's, that's absolutely happened to me plenty of times. Yeah. So to Ryan's point, you know, don't overstay your welcome. If you see good gains, you, you're hitting some the percentages you're trying to at least go for. You know, manage the trade. Get out. Take your profits. Do whatever you need to. Just don't lose. Live to fight another day. Hollow continuing to move down here. You know, interestingly, 13, uh, we talked about SQQQ. The NASDAQ gapped lower and then bounced a little bit but unlike oops uh, unlike the spy which kept breaking down it really kind of held in there as a result sqqq really has not been able to break out towards that 12 level that we talked about the good mm-hmm. news here though is it is actually really kind of holding in this range here we're kind of flagging we saw yesterday how sometimes when we get these flags we're definitely going to break out is it going to break out or break down we're not, you know, never really sure here. This to me looks like maybe we do take another leg down here. I'm looking over at Apple. That looks like it's holding in. Tesla looks like its bounce might be done. Uh, Netflix is, is doing all right job holding in. I guess we should take a look at some of the bigger guys here. Here's Nvidia. This actually looks like it might roll over. We'll see what happens here at VWAP. Did uh, SM? I know you were talking about SMCI earlier. Did that uh, come in? um a little bit here yeah it's it's in a little bit here but there's nothing really crazy here um looks like 750 was your intraday low here you know smci is in the iwm i don't think it belongs there (laughs) that's just my opinion i don't think it belongs there i totally get it (laughs) yeah i mean the way that thing's been moving it's might have to get reevaluated for another uh another index uh omh with another red knife um so here you go so again this this was traded I, i'm i'm really happy I'm, I'm really really happy i i i made a 
kind of a bonehead move yesterday. I assessed what I did. I said, this is how we're going to correct it. We did that today, and it protected me from the stock that's knifing down. Really, really happy. DBGI, we're seeing those. Ticker yeah. flood the chat. Here we go to new highs. Looks like this is going to get halted, isn't it? It could. I don't know what the halt level is off the top of my head here, but we'll see. BMR, by the way, uh, that is halted. SPY is just continuing to make new lows. Okay, now it looks like we're about to halt with DBGI. Yep, 1082. I don't see it yet. I'll call it when the prints here in signals. Good morning, John. Good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, Halted in DBGI, indeed. Indeed. Now, OMH is really selling off. OMH is really selling off. SQQQ curling up. Let's see. All right, 13, I'm going to step away for just one sec. I'll be right back, boss. You got it. You got it. Apollo is now starting to try to reverse here, getting caught from the uh, 15 EMA on the five minute. And what else are we looking at, folks? Kind of funny that all the gold bugs told you inflation was over. And then we see gold get whacked and didn't participate for the last three months. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, and then I think that's one of the reasons why uh, we're also seeing some activity with Bitcoin, too, is because uh, people want to uh, find other assets that they can store their value in. Uh, Bitcoin not looking great today, though. NISN, it's another one I had on my radar, not really coming off this bounce here. What else are you folks looking at? DBGI still halted. Looks like hollow is making its way back up. Folks doing hollow. LAES, remember this old girlfriend, everybody? LAES is uh, a slow-moving, steadily rising stock right now. It just uh, moved up above its 200 EMA on the five-minute. EBGI still halted. BMR still halted, but to the downside. All right, sorry about that, my man. No problem. Who shorted that CPI read this morning? Uh, I'm guessing that you did, MD. <laughs> nice we, little nice little smile yeah face little there. smile there like I, like no let's let's ask I, okay who 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 shorted let's find out <laughs> i didn't add the position today but i was in a short position via sqqq yes. mentioned yesterday yeah and we were talking about uh what to look for yesterday we were we were uh, basically saying if it's going to be three or above uh on the print that's probably going to not be good great for the market because the uh, expectation is we're going under three and uh, the, um, uh, I guess the uh, expectation was 2.9 and we got 3.1. So this is what the result is. It's just a lot of things are, you know, if they're not these these runners that we were, were talking about, these low float runners, a lot of things just kind of seem stagnant. Jay Michael shorting Mara and PLTR. That's interesting. Playing for the Bitcoin regression back to the mean. I'll tell you what, John, or Jay Michael, excuse me, that trade paid. That trade paid. Let us know what your target is there. PLTR. Um, it's funny, too. Uh, Andy from our happy hour was saying at some point, this thing's expensive. It is going to make a decent short. Tons of stock outstanding, though. It's had a pretty big run recently. PLTR here down from yesterday's highs. Hollow is coming back. By the way, Zim holding right here at 12. I know we talked about potential ads under 12 on Zim. 
And um, market actually, that looks like that sell-off here. Let's take a look here at SQQQ. That sell-off, look at this. Ooh. Looks like we're bouncing a little bit here. That sell-off very, very short-lived, at least on the tech side. Well, I see on the uh, the SPY that we're trying to come up and re-enter that wedge. So, you know, I, I would hope, and I hate using that word in the market, but I would hope that we uh, find that as resistance and continue to trade down. RSVN looks like that one might be going lower. Fanny's going lower. And to Jay's point here, SMCI going green now. Well, that tech definitely moving up here. Going green, just like I'll, a twister, greenage. Did you see the Super Bowl twisters? Is that Twister 2? Is that, that basically look, what? I don't know how they're going to do Twister 2. Two of the best actors in the uh, the first one are, are you know dead now. Yeah, I, I mean, is it like, I don't even know. I just saw the ad and I was like, oh my God, is this Twister 2? Is it a sequel? Is it its own thing? I don't, I don't know the answer. It's Twisters. That's what they're calling it. And yeah, I have yeah. no idea what it's about. And I don't know if I'm going to be interested in seeing it. If it's, it, it really does show you how little Hollywood uh, has left in the imagination tank. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of sequels and, and remakes. I mean, there's just so little uh, so little original thought uh for movies these days that it's just really making everything boring and that's the thing like i i'm not I, i'm not big on hollywood even a little bit but what i will say is that what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to watch some of these films that aren't the normal film. like i don't i'm not interested in any more superhero movies i'll just kind of flat out yeah. say that like i'm just not interested in that like give me something new and different i'll try stuff but right? I'll, I'll even try stuff uh, i do like watching in the comfort of my own home though I'm and, looking uh, forward to seeing Dune Part 2, though. Yeah, that, that actually does look pretty interesting. That actually does look pretty interesting. Right now, I've got myself engrossed in a book that happens to be a three-part series, and it is really good. Really, really good. So I'm not even missing a I, film right now. I like Market Sniper's comment. Uh, that movie made me love the Dodge Ram Twister. Oh, Twister? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, uh, that's She's pretty flying. good. Pretty, <laughs> pretty, good uh, pretty good product placement there, right? Yeah. Yeah, they they drove I mean they drove it they drove it through a house. So it was really uh really good marketing for them. Look at Carmen's LAES is starting to move again. Sorry. Well, we'll no, we'll take a look at LAES here. Carmen saying no kidding, very rare to see a movie with a plot formula that I haven't seen before. Yeah. Dude. Shannon, 90s movies early 2000 was the end of the uh movie IMAX. So I have a YouTube video for you, Shannon, that 13 shared with me that eloquently, eloquently covers this. Uh, I, I'm extremely happy to see this exact comment because you're literally reading my mind. Uh, Stop.askqqq uh, for a little bit of a gain there. So really not much. That was my hedge. So I actually got out of my hedge with a gain while also having my regular portfolio going up during the time I held that hedge. So really can't be mad at that. Didn't make a whole lot of money, but at least uh, that exposure is, is done here. Um, here we go. Uh, Jay Rice. Here you go. 13 para had the super bowl biggest audience since the 1979 moon landing. They laid off 800 employees today. Paramount. Is that, is I, that what you're talking about? P-A-R-A I, Paramount. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Paramount had the Super Bowl. I think you're right, though. I think that Paramount was one of those channels that you could have streamed it on. But here's here's the Paramount chart. You can see this is nothing but down. 
Yeah, this is. Uh, they're, I think they're still trying to uh, merge with uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. Both these companies, they, they, they. It's. It seems like it's one of those uh, JetBlue, say, uh, Spirit Airlines situations where they kind of need each other more than they, they don't. But I don't even think that the, that merging together is going to solve all the problems they have. They still seem to have a content problem. A lot of these streamers do. Anyway, Paramount Plus, hollow on the move. It certainly has been. Paramount Plus. Okay. Okay. Awesome. 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 Look at look at L A E S at. Uh, yeah, I've met, I mentioned I was going to bring that up here. Yeah, that one uh, had a nice uh, move here. It's still so. I mean, it, it, it's it's moving nicely, but it's also slow at the same time. I tell you what, Nasdaq still holding up here. I tell you what, though, you know, looking across, let's take a look at some of these stocks. SMCI, we already talked about that going green. Uh, Nvidia, that's green here. Um, yeah, Micron's still lower here. Let's take a look at SMH. SMH still lower here. It looks like just some names up here. Yeah, we're back up into that wedge. Oh, what's um, Arm doing? Arm still down here. So uh, happy. Or we're we're trading an arm and a leg today, right? I think somebody posted leg earlier. L E G. Aha! Arm and a leg. Let's go. <laughs> we had. We also had tickers uh, eyes and ears. I wonder when we get the full body parts. Yeah, I re that was. I remember talking about that. I don't see those tickers here anymore. Well, I, I eyes and ears those... were they were they were like these low. Yeah, they were just biotechs. those crummy things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, S and P is uh, our spies, you know, making its way back up into here, trying to get to ninety five. Let me check the Twitter streets and see if anything's going on. Just give me a moment here. Sure, I'll look at news here. See what uh, what else we get. CS, I see CSPI being mentioned. I'm not sure what the deal is, but let's take a look at it. Actually, this has been a pretty decent daily chart. It's really been running recently. Um, uh, you guys are mentioning OMH might give another entry. You guys are saying that it's bottomed here. So here we go. So if we take a look at this here, this is one of the areas. Eh, it didn't really consolidate. It just kind of drifted up through this area. I'm not sure how good the support is here, but you're absolutely right. Looks like it's rounding off this 340 area. I guess maybe we could call it 350. Maybe it overshot 350 a little bit there. Um, we'll see here on OMH if this makes a move back to the view app on a trade here, I would actually have to put stop at the intraday low here, 341, whatever that candle printed right at the bottom. That would have to be my stop here. I'm, uh, I would want to see this get above 425 first. I think this, I think this might go lower. I, I know I was said that before about TGI yep. and I was wrong. So I could be wrong about this one too, but. I just don't like the way this. Uh, tell tell us what you see. We're not going to criticize you for being wrong. As well, as we've all talked about, you can be wrong. You just can't stay wrong. <laughs> um, so it's it's trying to trade back up to the 65 EMA. It's beneath it right now. At the same time, we also have the 9 and 15 coming down to cross down uh, beneath the, 50, the 65 EMA. And when we get these crossings to the downside, it tends to make the price go lower. So I think we could be going lower. I'd be looking to see if we can maybe get a bounce closer to uh 280 
check GBGI. Crow here. Yet again, shorts dust off them resumes. Back to the job for you. Crow, you must have had a really bad run-in with a short seller at some point in your life. You seem uh, you seem like you had them in your crosshairs. Uh, DBGI, by the way, continuing to move higher here. This looks like this is going to yeah. set new highs right now, DBGI. Crow calling 13 on that. We're right at 12 here. I'm not buying up here. The buy was earlier here off the support or the VWAP cross. Not going to chase it here. Yeah, 13, maybe even uh, uh, all the way up to 1420, 1425. Uh, Tuna giving us uh, one of his... Patented trades here, FAMI, uh, taking some FAMI and ARBB from the bottom. So it looks like FAMI here, perhaps the selling has been exhausted. Maybe we're at the bottom here. Low print of the day, 137, current bid, 139. So FAMI right there. The other one you mentioned, Smoke Tuna, ARBB. This one does look like maybe it's come off the bottom. I have a low intraday print here of where is that? Really? You're not going to give that to me here? 232. Let's see if I can get back down there. Uh, I got to take this recenter off. That's kind of annoying. Don't see it printed here. It looks like 232 intraday bottom here on ARBB. This one does look like maybe this is curled. We do have a pretty good range back up to the VWAP. Uh-oh, we're getting uh, some pullback in some of these. Uh, hollow. Hollow looks like it could, uh, could go a little bit more, too, if it uh, can hold above its VWAP. Bring that up here. Here is how this this on the three minute chart here to my eye, this sir looks like this is going to roll over. It looks like these signal lines and the MACD have kind of slowed down. Looks like the histogram might be expanding to the downside. We'll see on hollow. All right. I would think that OMH is going to fall and go lower intraday uh, in the next within the next five minutes. H kit. Um, coming back to the VWAP here on HKIT. All right. Hollow is going. We're trying so, to. Anyway. So much for it rolling over. I think the one that's going to roll over is OMH. Yeah, I think you're right. Looks that way. Remember, stop at that low a day there. And SQQQ, your first stop is your best stop. I'm really glad I stopped out of that. That has kept moving lower here as the NASDAQ continues to trade up. It, it might reverse here. The SQ, the NASDAQ, you mean? The SQQQ. It might okay. reverse here. So you might turn back up, up here. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm looking at both the SPY and SQQ. I know that they're not. I, know, I probably should be looking at the QQQ and SQQQ, but I'm watching the SPY. Uh, and uh, we're coming up to a, a point where it, Looks like it could pull back a bit. Lunar, Jonathan, nice move here. This looks like this sold off, bounced from five. We just printed six, so an entire dollar move here on Lunar with no halts. This is actually a little bit more orderly, probably easier for us to trade. To the moon, Lunar. Uh, still waiting for Hollow to kind of uh, get out of this range here. I see NVIDIA to 725 call sweeps, SMCI puts, although I don't think those were very big. Let me check the size on that. M no, those were tiny. Never mind. Actually, surprised that got flagged. Uh, let me actually apply another filter on here. I can remove some of that stuff manually. There we go. 
BGLC off to the downside. I don't think I even looked at that one yet today. BGLC, this was the halt fest on the way up. Now we've halted back oh. down towards the VWAP. We're right there at 135. <laughs> Look at all those gaps. So the, the, here, here's an interesting, let's discuss this. Uh, let's discuss this here as a group. Jay mentioning that SMCI NVIDIA, not sure, 13, if the Bears can't keep these names red after huge moves, that seems bullish. What say you, 13? He's addressing you directly. Let me pull those up. I want to see what he's talking about. I can bring him up uh, as a visual aid while we're talking about it. Yeah. The Bears need to be stronger, I, I agree. Um, but with how extended the market is, I don't think they should be having this hard of a time taking this down unless the bulls are just not selling. Um, like I, it's, I think I would just go back to what I was saying about the spy. If we can stay above uh, 494, then the market could recover. We could go higher. We could make new highs. So I would say that kind of translates across all the big movers like, like SMCI and NVIDIA as well. Uh, I want to see the broader market lower, and I, then I'll feel more confident saying, yeah, the Bears got this. But I, I to, a, to a degree, I agree with that. If the Bears can't keep these red after these huge moves, yes, it does seem bullish, at least in the short term. And, you know, one of the things that we've been talking about are the dips getting bought. Kevin here saying, agree, I bought the pullback. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing the same thing here. This is why one of the reasons why I was okay stopping out of SQQQ, right? Because I kind of feel the same way. Like I am in the camp where I think the market really needs to sell off, but the market doesn't give one damn about what I think about it. It is going to do its thing regardless. And it's my job to kind of react to that. To Jay's point here, yes, these things showing weakness early, then reversing and moving higher, that does uh, tell me that there's some strength here. The, the underlying worry for me is that we have so much concentration and strength in these seven names. It worries me that these are the ones. We recently saw the breath kind of spreading out. That's what I'd like to see. I think that's one of the things that you were mentioning there. You'd like to see it market-wide, 13. You'd like to see the breadth of stocks that are really trading well or or coming up off their lows increase as opposed to it being localized to some of these really popular mag seven stocks. Yeah. I think it's just, it's going to need a little bit more help from the broader market to get it down. Just, uh, you know, we're just kind of going sideways right now. I do think that we're probably going to see uh, spy go a little bit lower here, but we're starting to form an inverse head and shoulders intraday. So here's that CCK that I talked about earlier here for a potential swing long. We dipped a little bit here, but maybe the selling is over here on CCK. I uh, I want to say Hollow's going to try to go higher. It might. But this market is looking exhausted already. Hmm. Starting to see some uh oh, see some okay. selling and spy. But yeah, if you if you uh you know, whenever you have a moment, if you want to pull up like a five minute and spy, you could see how we're just getting an inverse head and shoulders formation. Yeah, let's uh, do that. If we if we resolve this, then we're probably gonna end up uh getting back up to close to five hundred, if not over five hundred. Okay, so here is your five minute spy chart. Yeah, so you can just see uh just based on the price action that we've made today, we've come down, made a left mm -hmm. shoulder, we've made a head, now we're coming back up to the neckline. 
Next stop would be to make the right shoulder, which would take us down to somewhere under 494, uh, probably down about 493 and uh, 85 cents. And then we'll, uh, we should see the price reverse and come back up and uh, start to make its way to 496. If that happens, we'll probably end up moving closer to 500 before the end of the day. Okay. Really good stuff there, 13. Appreciate that. No problem. BMR is back. Yeah, Caleb bringing up uh, more more than the Mag 7 uh, have had a good year. Look at stuff like a firm and shop. Now, that's interesting that you bring those up because 13 and I were just discussing how the buy now, pay later thing really kind of worries us. Um, mm -hmm. If the consumer continues to weaken, I expect the buy now, pay later stocks to get hit. Um, so just something to keep in mind there, Caleb. Uh, this is a good point, though. Uh, a firm, that was a huge, huge move. I can't believe that thing printed 50s again. Yeah, Let's take firm. a look here at BMR real quick. Sorry, 13. No problem. Uh, it's a uh, Shopify, uh, a firm, uh, PayPal, and then um, Bread Holdings, I believe, which is let me just Pay pull that one up here. PayPal weaker here today. A firm really weak here today. Wow, wow. So this is thirty nine from that fifty one uh, high print here. BHF is Bread Holdings. I don't own a firm, but I own shop. Well, if you own shop, shop today, actually, Jay was trading shop quite well here today. Shop had a really nice move off the bottom here. What's this, 77? 77 to 83. Nice little six-point move in there that we Jay had actually captured earlier here. Good stuff, though, on shop. Like, like I was saying before, uh, Shopify, it, it seems to be kind of thrown into some of the things that I'm that I've been purchasing recently, and it's given me stuff like shop credit where i've gotten discounts on things that i would buy anyway so it's kind of cool but i'd never seek it out and um, maybe i'm not the uh, target customer for it uh caleb because uh, shopify has exposure to uh that kind of financial uh transaction system their uh, some of their purchases are are uh financed that way or they have the option to be financed that way i think they have their own in-house brand um of uh, buy now pay later so that's that's why I'm concerned about them on that side of their of that exposure. They they do have that buy now pay later aspect. My average on shop is below thirty. Well, make sure you're at least booking some gains on the way up. Hopefully, you're trading around your core. There, monster move. You're up over a hundred percent currently, one hundred fifty percent right now. And and you know you guys could be right. It might not affect Shopify as much since they have other segments of their business that you know pull money in, and help them. But companies like uh, PayPal and the firm where that's that's what they do that could be pretty bad for them BGLC halted pull that up here sorry I was checking the Twitter streets yeah and Carmen with a great point about um, the folks who are earning good dollars and then there's yellow spenders I think it was uh, her comment above that But uh, the uh, the report that we got from the uh, New York uh, Fed Bank on uh, household uh, credit, I thought it was bad last year. It's even worse now. And it's very concerning, especially if we start getting job losses. So now you'll have a bunch of people saddled with debt who don't have income and there's not going to be a way to pay them. Well, what happens to the companies that uh, can't, you know, can't get that, that, that debt paid off? They have to have credit loss provisions. Yep. If they don't have enough provision for that, then it's going to it's going to tap into their uh, 
the funds that they haven't set aside for that. And it could be bad financially. For them. And yeah. And that can, that can affect their earnings. Absolutely. Carmen here saying my little retail store did way better last year than in 2022. And it's already outpacing 2023 in January. Carmen, um, if it's not too much trouble, I certainly don't want to pry into your personal matters here, but if it's not too much trouble, I would be interested in how these numbers change. I, I understand that you have a, a little retail store, but a data point is a data point. And if, if that starts to change at all, I think that might be valuable here for the group. So please share uh, as you feel comfortable doing. Jay Rice mentioning SMCI, another HOD here. This thing's been an absolute rager here. Um, more highs. This thing from, off 7. This is up 40 points intraday off that bottom. SMCI, this might be something we have to look into trading a little bit more. Not trade, but would you buy to hold this? Not here, no. Okay. I mean, I just, I can't. I look at a daily chart like that, and I flip over to a monthly or a weekly, and it just looks vertical to me. Maybe I, I, now I'm not saying that that's the right move, but to answer your question, could you do it? I wouldn't feel good about it. Neither would I. Yeah. All right. So Ohm uh, did not break down like I thought it was. So that's two for two that I was uh, that I thought I was going to break down and didn't. Uh, if it can get back over the 65 EMA, then this thing is probably going to end up going back to the view app as well. I'm going over that. But if not, then I think we go down to the 200 EMA on the five minute and OMH. Uh, let me bring OMH uh, up here really quickly while I'm looking at this um, market here. Dow kind of rolled back over. The NASDAQ is continuing to, to show strength, right? Now, the S&P bounced a little bit. looks like the bounce has kind of slowed down, but it's not rolling over like the Dow. So um, very much like we were saying yesterday, or actually we've said this a whole bunch, what leads one day seems to be lagging the next day. Let's take a yeah. look at IWM because this perhaps shows this the best, right? IWM led the way yesterday, really strong all day. Look at today. We yeah. just gave up two days worth of gains. Sorry, 13. No, don't, don't worry about it. It's I was looking at the, the Dow 30 yesterday because we were thinking about the same uh, thing exactly in uh, happy hour chat. And yeah. I, so I said, okay, well, I'm going to look at the Dow. And there was uh, nine of the 30 stocks were down. And they were all, all those nine were only down by about half a percent. Everything else was up. So now... We have three stocks that are up today, and everything mm -hmm. else is down. Yep. And it's down, they're down pretty handily, too. We're talking 2%, 3%, 4% for Walgreens, the Walgreens Boots Alliance, the one we were talking about yesterday. Yep. WA. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. I forget what that uh, the strategy was on this one, but we talked about this yesterday. Yeah, stra strategy here. Uh, strategy Turn here looks play. like, we'll say again? Turnaround play, new CEO. New CEO, and, and one of the things that we were talking about in conjunction with this thesis is that they changed over some of the management, or um, the change over with the management coincides yeah. with the stock price that's been beaten down. Sorry. Uh, that's exactly what we saw here in WBA, right? This stock's down from $100 uh, to where we're at right now. So maybe the new CEO kind of turned things around here. We'll see. WBA having a really weak day here. Looks like SMCI is trying to break above the levels that it was uh, consolidating at yesterday. Uh, so we're in that consolidation right now. The high that they put in yesterday was uh, $810, which is <laughs> weird to say considering where it was a week ago. So uh, either either maybe it's a double top where we break through that and keep going. Look at Microsoft up off the lows. NVIDIA. Oh. Up off the lows. I'll tell you what, we talked about it earlier. We, we said this is one of the things that we're watching for. This dip 
was viable. I think we've pretty much confirmed that, right? I know it's early in the session here today, but already this dip was viable. SMCI, Microsoft, NVIDIA, some of these big darlings that we've talked about, they're really coming up off the lows nicely here intraday. Let me know if anyone's trading these names. These uh, really, really good moves here. SPY looks like that's trying to go higher. NASDAQ continuing higher. Dow continuing lower. I wonder if... Uh... I wonder if this is just a large bull trap in disguise. No, uh, that's an interesting thesis. Well, let's see. I got a trend line. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Oh, hollow. Man, that thing uh, rocketed all the way almost to 24. It did do it, go to 24, didn't it? yes i have no. 24 prints yes oh okay I have well the first short. one the, the first the first candle this this right. most recent candle here here let me see four cents short yep hi 20 yep 23.96 you're exactly right and now it looks like dbgi is trying to push higher Let's see if we get a higher high here on dbgi Hmm. Got about 15 minutes left here, folks. Um, really, really appreciate all of the uh, all of the action here today, all of the input uh, on everything here today. So great stuff. Give my man 13 a like and give perhaps most importantly, give the chat a like. Our chat yeah. has really been on top of it recently. And again, I just want to extend a thank you to everybody that joined and was polite with 13 and Andy while I was out. I uh, really appreciate the two of you kind of given our community an outlet, uh, even while I was gone, so I could get some much-needed R&R. So really appreciate that. Smash up the like uh, for our community here, for Trade the Pool, 13, Andy, Alyssa, the whole nine yards. Yeah, smash the like for yourselves. You guys deserve it. Yeah, and we will be doing all access today. Luke will be doing an interview after that, so be sure to stick around here for that. But we ain't done yet. We got more money to make. 14 minutes left here. Hollow 25. Just like Crow said, new high a day. No, I just, at this point, I keep rotating back from hollow and DBGI. Mm-hmm. Seems like that's what uh, the chef had on the menu today. Ah, uh, this, <laughs> I tell you what, Jay, you've, you're busting it out here today with the uh, with the analysis here. I, I absolutely love this. Um, we talk a lot about recognizing patterns, seasonality, really anything that can help you make better decisions on your trading here. And activist investors, um, stakes, takeovers, the whole nine yards. Jay Rice bringing this up here. Jay Bluke, Icon has been cold the last few years. If it were Elliot, I'd play it. So uh, paying attention to what some of these different people and firms, what their success rate actually is, determining your next trade here. Uh, I have This is not something I follow. So I actually really appreciate this. No position in JetBlue for me. Looks like LAES might be setting up to go higher. It's just, you know, a slum over Carmen. I appreciate this. Um, I, 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 like I said, a data point is a data point. I'll take them across the entire spectrum of store sizes. Appreciate you sharing that with our group here. Smoke tuna saying watching big. We talked about retail mm. being real strong yesterday. Um, big was the big exception. See what I did there? Not a very good dad <laughs> joke. Uh, big, really, really weak yesterday. Pretty much just continued to sell off. Now today here, um, maybe this is bottomed. We'll see. It looks like this is kind of traded into the same area where it stopped selling off yesterday. Not sure if the selling's done here. I'll probably pass on this one, but Tuna, you've been doing such a good job bottom fishing some of these names here. 
keep an eye out for that. It, this thing is going to squeeze heavily at some point. It's got 40% short interest with seven days to cover. We talked about this yesterday too. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to cause it to, to, to suddenly squeeze. It might just be when everybody notices uh, how heavily shorted it is, but uh, it does have uh, 15, almost 16 million floats. So it, not too hard to push around. Shannon here saying uh, buying up XOM, taking it back. Uh, so XOM here a little bit weaker today. Um, let me let me actually flip over to my bigger daily chart here so we can get an idea of what this looks like here real quick. This is XOM. All right, so here we go. So um, let me actually turn that 500 back on. So interestingly here, we actually did break through that 500. Now we've traded back down to the 50 day. So this is actually a really interesting bounce spot here for XOM, Shannon. Uh, maybe we do end up bouncing. Maybe we even pierce this moving average a little bit. I don't, I'm not sure, but definitely a support area here on XOM. Looking at oil, oil up today, uh, XOM down. Um yeah, maybe this bounces here. Let's 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 see. If the RSI were a little bit lower, I'd feel better about it. Let me see here. I'll take a look at XOM. Just looking at some of those other runners that we're moving. Uh, okay. So if it can hold here, this would be a really good spot. To That's get what I mean. On. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's actually a fairly decent entry if it holds here, and we'll see if we end up getting that. This uh, Shannon appreciate this one. Good call. Yeah, and then I want to I'd want to see it bounce and get over, uh, or at least get back up to 102 uh, pretty soon. We do that, we uh, we might we're going to be it'll be a pretty good formation. Um, well, I'll tell you what, yeah, Shannon's no. obviously moving this thing because this thing has a big power candle on the three-minute chart since she mentioned yep. it here in our chat. So good job there. Pat yourself in the back for that one. Let's see if we can get back to the VWAP here. 70 cents away. Uh, Jonathan Cooper mentioning AULT jump or pumping on a stock repurchase plan. Okay, so this is going to be uh, just one of those penny stocks. This is not one that I normally take here, but a decent move here in AULT. How much of their float are they repurchasing? 50 million? Here, real quick. So, a company with a market cap of 1.6, I'm sorry, 1.16 million is going to spend 50 million on buying their shares back. Seem uh, shady to you? I don't know if that's the right word here. Hollow new highs. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> and it could keep going. Uh, now I need to start putting in some more levels for hollow. We This thing went all the way to 51 on when it was $1. That's, that's still, <laughs> that's still funny to say, but uh, yeah, uh, alt, I don't know how they're going to, I mean, I'd have to read some more of it, but uh, I think that this might be, uh, you know, to get eyes on it. Uh, so CADL, which you guys mentioned earlier, that was the FDA fast track designation. Looks like that moved off its VWAP here. Ah, David Lynn, XOM, X dividend today. Interesting. Maybe that's why it sold off and getting bought back up here. Yep. 
it's going to lose the value because it's sending uh, money into the pockets of shareholders. So however much that dividend was, that's how much cash it's losing. Yep. Good morning, Walter. Good to see you. Wisdom saying, boy, the market heat map looks like a red blanket. It's one of those days. But as Jay mentioned earlier, this is should be a really good day for you to be able to find relative strength. What is bucking the trend? Figure out why and figure out if it's tradable. All right. So with uh, with Hollow, the next level I have is 28. We're almost there. <laughs> Looking around at some of my charts here. Boy, Tyson, rough day. Back to that 50 handle. I'm still waiting for those low 40s we talked about on Tyson. Ticker TSN here, by the way. That'd be great if we, uh, we did. I could finish my uh, purchasing the amount I wanted. <laughs> Jay Rice. AULT was over 59,000 three years ago. Reverse split adjusted. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke Tuna, I am going to give you a one-up for this one. Up or down, the chat makes money. That's why we're here every single day. You folks, you folks really bring it every single day, and we love that. We love that. Yeah. Apple's still grinding higher here. That might try to go green at some point here today. APL. Hollow's coming back in. Um never broke, never got above 65 EMA. So uh I don't know what what uh, what do you see? Okay, now Hollow's coming back up. This thing is just gonna it's gonna absolutely stop a whole bunch of people out. This one might not be worth uh, using your stops for um, unless you're setting a much lower. Yeah, you're, you're just gonna get flushed on that mm -hmm. probably. It's just back and forth. This also might be the AH runner of the day, so definitely keep this on your radar at minimum until the after hours here. Yeah, DBGI now under ten. All day game plan. Love this. Going to be tuning in more often. Smiley face, dude. Two one ups for you for that comment. We absolutely love that. Good to have you here. BGLC. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, no. Which one was it? Was the ticker BGLC? I think uh, this is the one that was you know getting halted to the upside and downside. Now it's yep. looking like it's trying to break out of that bottoming consolidation. Indeed. Jonathan mentioning that VSIG maybe his bottom looks like this is not moving down anymore on, on that selling. We got VWAP here at 199, current price 142, so a decent range to close the gap to VWAP. Uh, looking at the Dow chart, seems like the intraday bottom has been formed there. NASDAQ, uh, man, it, it's just kind of holding in here, but I still think that this might go higher. <laughs> There's a oh, lot of pairs of the bears and bulls is kind of like, uh, what's it going to do? Volume on alt. Uh, yeah. So alt here, this is halted here. Um, reason alt not available. Halt. Yeah. But alt in a halt. I got to say, this thing's probably going to a dollar. Don't you think we're only 12 cents away at this point? This thing was 40 cents recently. Oh, not stocks like this. It can do whatever it wants. It can do whatever it wants. Not my cup of tea. I generally stay away from this stuff, but I know the community's taking a look at it, and boy, we do have that movement in there. So, and and it's a lot of retail traders pushing these uh, yep. around today. 
we're not getting so much institutional uh, trading going on, especially with the Lunar New Year. It's going to take all the indeed uh, overseas foreign invest investors away. Uh, some folks that are you know stateside that celebrate the New Year, uh, Lunar New Year, they're going to be not participating as well. Smoke Tuna mentioning that Rev B could be setting up. This was a big runner. Lots of halts last time we traded this here. Don't have the volume that I like, but it is a little bit higher here. Tesla chart looking like a head and shoulders, says Jonathan. Sure does. Looks like a three-minute chart here. Got a little bit of head and shoulders formation. Tesla looks like this might come back in. Test that 183, 182 support level. We'll see if it stops there and reverses. You got that on an intraday? Yeah, this is a three-minute. Okay, I see that. Like we tried to uh, pop back up to uh, retake uh, after that that uh, CPI candle. We'll call it the CPI candle. The CPI uh, pull, pulled the stock down, and then we uh, came back up, made a head and shoulders. Uh, and now we're looking like we're trying to break down back to the uh, 182 level and maybe lower. All right. We are going to bring – we're going to cross talk, as they say here, a little bit. We're going to bring on my main man, Luke Jacoby. Luke, how you doing, dude? What is going on, Ryan? Uh-oh, can you hear me? Uh, we can, we can hear, hear you, you. We can not hear through you. that mic. Yeah, it looks and, like there's a different mic that's picking up your voice, but you project better than anyone in the business, my man. We can still hear well, you. It's just because I'm excited. Does that sound a lot better? That's yeah. perfect. How are you doing this morning? Doing well. Happy Tuesday. I'm doing better than the market. I was all <laughs> excited because I'm overweight small caps. And they were having their day in the sun finally for the past few days here today. Not as friendly, but I'm going to be talking to a, uh, a stock, a company here that's having a, uh, a pretty darn good day despite the market sell-off. Okay, awesome. Nice. So we found the relative strength. It is with Luke. Luke is the relative strength here today, doing better against the backdrop of a market. Uh I just want to thank everyone for the participation here today. Live trading will be back tomorrow. 13, I'm going to get you out of here. I'll see you later. Oh, I think I cut him off a little bit early. That was my bad. Luke, take it away on that interview. Good luck, my man. All righty. So in just a minute here, stay tuned. We're going to be talking to one of the most exciting publicly traded companies. This is Cartoon Studios, ticker T-O-O-N. That's Tango Oscar, Oscar November. We're going to be talking to CEO Andy Hayward and CFO Brian Par Parisi. Uh, if you grew up, which I think we all did, you probably grew up loving and consuming some of the content that Cartoon Studios works on. This is Benzinga All Access. All right, you like the sound? I loved it. All right, and Andy, I am a son of two optometrists, and your eyewear selections always make my day. I'll, I'll say that. Thank you. Yeah, so, so everyone, as I mentioned, we are joined by one of the most exciting companies out there. Uh, it's got an amazing stock symbol. I always give companies credit if they have a good creative stock symbol. It's Toon, T-O-O-N. This is Cartoon Studios. We're joined by CEO Andy Hayward, CFO Brian Parisi. Guys, how are we doing today? Fantastic. We're doing wonderful. The rain has stopped in LA, and it's bright yeah. and sunny, and it's all good. All right. Benzinga is hosting an event in LA. It's a cannabis investing-oriented event, so a little bit of a different world. But I will be out there in about two weeks, so let's hope that rain holds. I'll make sure to tell my 16-year-old daughter. <laughs> there you go. 
Awesome. Well, well, gentlemen, uh, there's a lot to talk about today. It's been a, a flurry of news coming out of Cartoon Studios. I, I want to talk about a recent release covering the global streaming platform. Um, you know, it's been a few years now, a couple of years that you've been working on your streaming product. Uh, you, you put out some streaming news recently. Please tell us what is that news. And I'll say we're, we're moving out of earnings season and we saw difficulty for a lot of these, these streaming platforms. It seems like you're in a bit of a different position. So tell us what sets your streaming business apart. Well, our streaming business is a cartoon channel and it's focused on kids. As you know, uh, we announced today, uh, subscriber growth records, record revenues, and uh, record global coverage. Uh, we started off uh, three and a half years ago when we launched the channel and we arrived at break even in quarter four of 23. And we've got a tremendous amount of momentum going forward. Channels on a, just a real growth tear right now. So we're all very, very pumped up and excited about it. The management is extraordinary. And then internationally, we've been building out the channel and uh, we're in 61 territories right now. 1.8 billion viewership covered, and uh, uh, we just see continuing growth uh, going forward with it. It's become a staple of our business and our company. And the importance of it is the synergy that we now have a platform that we control, which we can put our content on. And uh, Andy, let, let me just follow up for, for a background question. For people who may not be familiar, can you just give us some of the titles that are on that streaming platform? Well, they range from our in-house produced channels like Rainbow Rangers and Stan Lee's uh, Superhero Kindergarten starring Arnold Schwarzenegger to shows that we acquire. They range from Barney to Peppa Pig to uh, Roblox uh, Rumble, Rumble, excuse me, Roblox Rumble we make, uh, but other shows that we, we acquire that are very carefully curated for content. The defining factor of our channel is safety, safety, safety. There's a lot of stuff out there. It's the Wild West. I'm a parent. I'm very concerned about uh, what things our kids are exposed to. And we want to have positive programming out there. And the audience has reacted to this. If you go to the Apple App Store and look at the user rankings, these are all done by the users. We stand at 4.9 out of five stars. We're ahead of Netflix. We're ahead of uh, Disney Plus. We're ahead of Max. We're ahead of Cartoon uh, uh, network. We're ahead of Nickelodeon. We're really, uh, we're, we're the highest rate ranked of all of the various services that are out there for kids. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Brian, I'd like to go over to you as CFO, you are newer to the business. Um, you know, what has the journey looked like over the past few months? Yeah. And, and look, I mean, how many CEOs wear, you know, the colorful tie and the glasses to match? I mean, it, it speaks to the creativity and the energy of this company. Um, and Luke, look, look I, I work for some of the largest entertainment companies, you know, in the world. Uh, recently, I was a CFO at the NFL, uh, worked at the largest music promoter in the world, Live Nation, uh, and then some of the biggest movie studios. But this, this, co this company has incredible energy and creativity. So really part of my challenge, Luke, coming in is harness that sort of chaos and, and create some business sensibility around the business. And really kind of the mandate for me coming in was pretty clear. It's among among all, all the all the items, really there were three main things. It was strengthen the balance sheet, you know, focus on working capital, focus focus on cash flow, get the right metrics for the system for success. Second one was revenue. So look across our enterprise, how can we maximize revenue? And part of that exercise was going to all the business leaders 
And frankly, we weren't telling them what the metrics needed to be. We made it collaborative. We said, okay, you tell us what you think your business for success is. And let's let's rally around that. Let's and let's have that as a metric going forward. And then lastly, it's really driving profitable, you know, profitable growth EBITDA. Because really, if you do that in the end, then your balance sheet gets healthier, your cash flow gets healthier. All those metrics are important. And the company was doing it before, but I think we're doing a much better job of formalizing that. You know, we've had many strategy meetings already. We have a cadence of, you know, monthly strategy meetings, again, to focus on those KPIs, focus on the growth factors. You know, everything we're going to talk about today, I think, is going to just put more credence to our ability to grow the business. Yeah. Brian, and, and I've been at our business, Benzinga, for 11 years now, and we recently just brought in a new CFO uh, and did not to, to the full extent of the exercise that you did, but did some of those exercises, like going to the various business unit ads. And I can speak mm -hmm. to the impact. I mean, very firsthand and very recently within the past few months that this has had on our business. So uh, uh, awesome to hear, Brian. Um, Andy, I want to bring it back to you. AI has been a big market headline. I would say the big market headline over the past few months for all of us stock market oriented folks. Um, you know, what, what is Cartoon Studios doing with AI, if anything? AI is a very big and important focus for us. And I'll, I'll start by saying we licensed our Stan Lee brand to Marvel and the Walt Disney Company a year ago for use in their movies. Stan Lee has sadly passed away, but he will continue to live on with us through a variety of different means, including digital and AI. Uh, we have a huge emphasis going on with the AI in our production and cost savings there. Uh, various creation of models, dubbing services, uh, writing, pretty much every area the, of production is being touched by AI and it's enabling us to do incredible economies. We're uh, working with some of the most important people in this space right now. Uh, it's great to hear. You know, one of the things that we ask as stock market people is when we get these market trends that pop up is how real are they? Um, and, and one of the big barometers that we like to look at at Benzinga is are real companies actually using the technology? And so it's great to hear, you know, stories from folks like yourself who are saying, yes, this is actually something that's a part of our business. Let, let, let me give you a quick co yeah. concrete example. Forgive me for interrupting. Let me give you a quick concrete example. Uh, when we sell our shows overseas, the single biggest cost is dubbing putting them into the various languages around the okay. world. Uh, that cost has gone down by, and will be going down by, I can't tell you the exact dollars, but you know, 50, 70, maybe even 90% in the coming year uh, because of AI. Uh, it's an incredible tool for us. And it, it's being used in, in every area of our production. As I said, you know, the creation of our model sheets, scripts okay. are being done in AI. Yeah. And it's huge. A great tangible example. Um, I want to move on to the Llama Llama franchise. Uh, I know there was some news out about Llama Llama recently. Andy, can you tell us what that was? Yeah. Um, well, we're, we're doing a promotion with Kohl's, a retail promotion. And that's sort of a data point of uh, the stability and growth of the brand. One of the beautiful things about kids entertainment is if you have a good property, it becomes evergreen. I remember when I started my career, I was working as a writer at Hanna-Barbera writing on the Flintstones. You can go today, years later, to the drugstores and you're gonna find Flintstone vitamins, you're gonna find Pebbles and Bam Bam cereals still in the marketplace. Llama has sold somewhere between 25 and 30 million books. 
It is a staple of children's entertainment and the brand is going to be a, a growing workhorse for us for years and years to come. And uh, the retail the announcement that we just did with Kohl's is a testimony to that. The original series we produced is continues to perform on Netflix. It's also on our own service cartoon channel. Awesome. And, and I did see that press release and I saw Llama Llama Easter egg in there. Perfect time of the year. I saw that one. I'm like, I, I made a little note. I'm like, I got to pick that one up. I've, I've got, I don't really have children in my life that are that age, but I think I would love that. <laughs> a nice little peaceful read for myself. Um, you know, Andy, you teased about Stan Lee. You, you mentioned Stan Lee. Um, obviously an amazing creator. I, th I think the general public is very aware of the creation that Stan Lee's, Lee's, uh, brought into this world. Uh, from our stock market view, Stan Lee has created billions and billions and billions of dollars of, of value uh, in worth. You know, tell us, what are you doing with Stan Lee Universe? Yeah, well, I'm only going to be able to give you a little tease about it today. Okay. We're working with one of the largest companies in the world, and we are uh, working across every uh, area that we touch. Content with Stan Lee, retail, gaming, music, uh, and, uh, and uh, upcoming digital uh, sales. Uh, Stan, as you know, is the greatest and most successful, most prolific creator of all time. Uh, 14 of the top 50 box office films of all time, including the number one or two, I'm not sure, movie of all time, Avengers Endgame, were created by this one man, obviously. Spider-Man and Iron Man and... Uh, uh, Incredible Hulk and the Guardians of the Galaxy and Black uh, Panther, all of them. So uh, what an incredible creator. And we've been uh, so fortunate to become the steward of his IP, his name, his likeness, his voice, his signature, all of the merchandise uh, surrounding him post-Marvel and uh, uh, all of the IP that he created post-Marvel. It's a, it's a, it's a huge uh, responsibility and it's an incredible privilege. And uh, we have huge things coming forth uh, from him uh, uh, in the very near future that'll be announced. All right. Uh, two things I really liked out of that. I love the, the responsibility and privilege, and I like the tease as well. Um, Brian, uh, let, let's go to you to close it out. 2024, year ahead. Uh, you're newer to the business. What does that look like for Cartoon Studios? Well, look, I think all the things that we've talked about here today are sort of the, the catalyst that we're going to see in the coming year. You know, Luke, I, I'd love to be on the show in a year and and invite us back if you'll have us, because I think we're at an inflection point right now. I think we've got the industry coming up that I'm sure you're very felt, you know, you're well aware of. All the strikes are over. Streamers are back on. You know, all this sort of the engine is moving again. And we are well positioned across the entire ecosystem to, to pull the levers as needed, whether it's our creating the content like Stanley, using our channel, going international. We didn't really even talk much about our animation studio in Canada that is that is doing fantastic. Um, but I think in the next year, we have the, the, the tailwinds behind us and the catalyst to really have a great 24 and beyond. Awesome. Well, Brian, Andy, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for giving us the updates. Again, the company is Cartoon Studios. The ticker, one of my favorites, T-O-O-N. Wishing you gentlemen a wonderful rest of the day. You too. Thanks, Luke. Thank you, Luke. All right, everyone. This is All Access. That's exactly what we try to do with, with this segment. We want to bring you the companies that are interesting. We want you to hear directly from the companies themselves, not just all of us talking about them. We like to listen to ourselves talk, but we've found, your readers have told us, it's more impactful to hear 
right directly from the companies. And that's what Benzinga All Access is all about. Happy trading, happy investing. I will see you all tomorrow.